afternoon, everybody. Welcome into the show. How are you doing? Welcome in, one and all. <laughs> Bozeman says, oh, God, 17 minutes of bad music before the show. Yeah, got a little bit of country, got a little bit of rock, got a little bit of Ponte Replay. All right, it is a good time. Welcome in, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Let's see who is here to make yourselves heard. That's what we're doing here today. You guys, sound off. Talking Trek Service, sound off. Who is here to voice your absolute love and satisfaction <laughs> for everything that is happening in Star Trek Fleet Command this weekend? Stratalorian kicks us off on Server 9. Thank you very much for being here. Warhol, US 21. Thank you, Bernard, on 28. Sotak, also on 28. Darth Pygmy on European 134. JT Bob, European 156. Thank you. Jazzmeister on 167. Dekix, uh, driving home from Birmingham today. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Shady Pines on 27 to 29. Astrolamon on Server 120. Thank you. Hammerhead on 175. Zandy's on Server 12. Go UFO, he says. Gopher on Server 130. Ford 104. Thank you for being here. Appreciate it. Uh, Commander Taylor on the Ducat Free Zone, Server 192. <laughs> you make me smile at the same time, reminding me how sad and lonely you must feel inside. Darth. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Velvet Thunder on 137. Welcome in. Devil in the Belfry on 14. Rotor for Server 17. Sandra on 142. Beaver Beaver on Server 181. Welcome in to the show. Vegas on 36. Scar on 124. Dragon Keeper on server 52. Ace is high on server 13. Soares, what's up? Appreciate you being here. Captain Planet on 167. Doug on 47. Root for the group on 27. Jayberg 32. Dark Menace on European 140. Like a G6. <laughs> Bart Monster Max on server 60. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, old Jace on 44. Ducatless, he says. Royal Power, server 36. Louis P, what's up? Server 20. Appreciate you being here. Haddock on 156. And the list goes on. Bubba Joe, 104 additional messages. 441 human bodies crowding our live studio audience. Thank you guys so very, very much. Appreciate all of you guys being here. Bubba Joe, an interesting turn of events this past weekend. And an interesting show that we have planned for all of you guys today. We only kind of briefly uh, went over this and talked about it in the contributor chat beforehand, but, you know, a volcano can only fester so long before it simply must blow. And, uh, and Bubba, I feel like there are players out there who might be approaching that point. Yeah? No? What do I, you think? I agree. Yeah. Completely agree. It is a frustrating uh, turn of events that has happened here over the last, uh, call it 36 hours, 48 hours in the game of Star Trek Fleet Command, and we will discuss those items and talk about some of them uh, here today and give you a chance to actually send your letter to Scopely HQ here today. Uh, before we begin, though, Bubba Joe is here, which means you're up for an unusually bad version uh, of your of the stupid, stupid news. news. It's time, everybody. Stupid yes. <laughs> news. Let's get it on. News. 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 There's bad news here, Bubba Joe. And not all of it exists inside of Star Trek Fleet Command. All right. Bubba, this we are we are in disaster mode here. America. <laughs> 
America, everybody, is officially entering in to a butter shortage as we approach this year's holiday season. No worries. Don't worry, Bubba Joe. Our administration's got it covered. The president has already introduced new legislation to address this looming shortage, introducing the new Build Back Butter plan. Um, from the t- <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Didn't deserve it on that one. The Agriculture Marketing Service's recent dairy market news report shows supplies are tight around the nation, but for people who... Do enjoy excessive amounts of butter regularly, Bubba Joe. Nothing could be as tight as their belt loops. Uh, That's <laughs> so good. Uh, Bubba, yeah? Good? You good? He muted I'm himself. I'm still waiting. Did, did, did it start? He, he muted himself so you guys wouldn't hear him belly laugh. Okay, that's what happened. <laughs> Okay, I'll stay unmuted. That's fine. Thank I you. actually muted because I was sniffling and sneezing. But if you would like me to continue to do that on the air, I just want to absolutely okay. I with just want to hear you give a good, boisterous, hearty belly laugh. Snoop Dogg is in the news launching a THC infused onion flavored ring snack in the same vein as Funyuns. Funyun styled onion rings that get you really high is an odd idea because usually you get stoned and then you eat the Funyuns. Snoop Dogg going for the two in two for one plan. All right, what he's trying to do there. American Airlines flight headed from Dallas to Albuquerque was evacuated last week, Bubba Joe, to, uh, due to a security threat. Authorities later determined that the threat was not credible, much like American Airlines service in general. Uh, what's happening over at American Airlines? A wedding guest in the UK, Aaron. This is odd news right here. A wedding guest in the UK claims he was caught on camera munching an additional piece of wedding cake when the newlyweds looked over footage from their special day and decided to baffle this guest by messaging this guy a few days after the wedding, ordering him to pay an extra three, uh, 3.66 pounds, the equivalent of $4.07. Seriously, they sent him a bill for eating a second piece of cake. With these two cheapskates, you literally cannot... Have your cake and eat it too, Bubba Joe. Be careful who you go to. Be careful what weddings you go to. Okay, thank you. Uh, <laughs> all right, now listen. This is gonna sound like a bad story up front, Bubba Joe, but this is this is gonna touch close to home. Seattle Seahawks wide receiver DK Metcalf was carted off the field to the locker room in the fourth quarter last week because yep. he had to go to the bathroom. DK. Yep. DK is an excellent receiver who never drops the ball, but apparently uh, apparently was in dire need to drop something else. After the game, Metcalf told reporters he had a tummy ache and required assistance to reach the Ford Field bathrooms since they are a long walk from the field. DK is a genius, though. Uh, he thinks jokes on all of us as he signs his new endorsement deal from Pepto-Bismol. That's happening, all right? He literally made national news by having to go poop. You know you've made it, Bubba Joe, when your it's poops are national walk. are national news. Okay. <laughs> oh God! Over the weekend, in other ridiculous, stupid news. Over the weekend, uh, last weekend, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis visited a Waffle House and served food to residents in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian, which was actually a very honorable, noble thing to do. He said he had never seen a disaster quite like this before. And after leaving the Waffle House kitchen, he added that the hurricane wreckage was pretty bad, too. (laughs) DeSantis visited the Waffle House in Charlotte County on Saturday and helped serve food 
two linemen, which was a bad call, mainly because we need those heroes out there fixing power lines and not lined up with DK Metcalf with explosive diarrhea. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is your stupid news. Thank you. Appreciate it. See, I spanned, I tied two stories together, but I spanned the country, Seattle to Florida. All right. Like that is all encompassing right there. DK and uh, Florida emergency workers all trying to share the same bathroom. That's what's going on. <laughs> Thank you. Louis P says, that's an A plus because you picked the airline I work for. <laughs> well, I thought about changing it, but, you know, Trader has warned me about libel things in the past. Uh, Bubba Joe. Yes. Final thoughts. The streak continues. You're such a jerk, man. God. <laughs> Oh, Zuzu says I get an F minus, which coincidentally is also the uh, grade for the arc that Zuzu messaged me the other day. It was like, hey, uh, let's get into it, everybody. Bubba Joe. Wait, is the did the arc improve in the last 24 hours? Did I miss something? <laughs> Wait, so an F minus would be an improvement for you? Listen, we did get a chance to talk about your final grades for DS9 Part 1, how you declined to grade this quality of work. That seems to be a quote that is that is running rampant throughout the community. Trader, you even mentioned, like, you know, as a student, it's bad. Like, you should feel really bad if your professor looks at you and is like, you don't want me to grade this. Like, you don't want right. that. Yeah, that's bad, bad news bears. Uh, Bubba, are you feeling like, I mean, you know. Speaking of the bears. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the bears. Um, Bubba, I don't even know where to begin. I mean, we could focus in on the last 36 hours. We could because a lot has happened in the last 36 hours. And again, you know, I come back. It just, it just, it infuriates me, honestly, really at, at the root of everything in my heart of hearts. It drives me batty because we get something that, that looks like it can be good. All right, and then just everybody else is like, "Oh, well, he's going to do a good job, so I'll I'll just relax. I'll just sit back and not do anything." Like I, I wonder, and and I mean this with all sincerity, and I'm not meaning this offensively, and I'm sure it's going to be taken that way. But what is happening? Seriously, what is happening inside Scopely HQ when when this is the quality? of content you produce like what what is the actual mentality i, I well, let's, just let's, can't wrap my head let's around break it. it down let's break it down for a second okay so um what are your thoughts on the the new dominion space so i was actually talking to handy about this this morning shout out uh, uh server 34's handy welcome to the stage appreciate you being here how are you man you good I'm excellent. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Appreciate you being here. You know, and, and I will say this real quick before we start, Bubba Joe. Um, I have had some players actually tell me that they miss when we introduce our panel. So I, I do apologize. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the stage today. Uh, our friend and beloved co-host, Bubba Joe. Hello, Bubba. Hi, Bubba. Hello, hello. There he is. There's, uh, there's Cotton Eye Joe. And uh, also... Um, we, we probably need to go around and do this for, for everybody. Stevens, Aaron, hi, how are you? You could probably even use the same one, right? Because you, you like line dancing and, and like hoedowns and stuff like that, right? Yeah, he's, 
Are you underneath a tire? He's underneath a tire. Karkin, I have yet to find an actual song that sings about maple syrup, so we'll keep looking for him. <laughs> and Trader. Who, reggae would be good, too. Some reggae. That, yeah, that's because Karkin's always high. And Bubba Joe uh, introducing a new uh, sound clip to introduce one of our esteemed panel uh, from Server Uh-oh. 20. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome oh. Trader. What did you do? Welcome Trader to the stage. <laughs> Yes. This is this is because Trader is super excited about the introduction of G6 content. All right. Uh, welcome, Trader. How are you? Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Living the dream. <laughs> Living the dream. She's so excited. She said on stream the other day that given the current uh, deployment and given uh, the the you know the apparent monetization and and the overall um, obviously the priority on delivering uh, delivering quality and value driven content and enjoyment and extreme fun for all, she said she just couldn't wait for G six to come out. Um, oh yes, that's exactly what I said. That's what I remember. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> lies, <laughs> lies! All of you sit on a throne of lies. Um, all right, so Bubba, let's let's break it down. Brass tacks, okay? I said this to you earlier this morning, Handy, and thank you by the way for the invitation, guys. Be sure to check out uh, Trek Talk with uh, Kirk and uh, and uh, Trek and Kirk and and uh, Handy was there. They invited me on to Trek Talk this morning, which was a ton of fun. I always enjoy. Uh, their content. I really enjoy when I get to to participate in it, but I've told you guys before, and I said it to you this morning, Handy, I really love listening to your podcast. And and I know that people who listen to our podcast, they're looking for analytics, they're looking for math and, and teaching and and sometimes the occasional, you know, uh, rant. But really, truthfully, Handy, like your content is the one I go to when I need a break from all this hilarity. When I need a break from the 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 business of Talking Trek or the business of Star Trek Fleet Command, I go to Handy's podcast because let me just tell you, it's fun. It is fun. It makes me chuckle every single time I listen. You guys be sure to check it out on podcast platforms everywhere. It is Trek Talk with Tech and Kirk and uh, and Handy there. It's it's a good show. Handy, I appreciate you having me on this morning, by the way. Thank you. Yeah, it's always a pleasure having you. We love having you there. It's, uh, it's a good time. Handy, you and I were talking this morning um, when we were actually talking with Kirk. And it feels like, community, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like if you're in like that that 42 to 49 range, I might wonder if Dominion Space is actually not that bad for you guys. I, I feel like, maybe not quite 49, maybe 47, well, 48. I feel like there's definitely a segment where this is working probably as they had intended, but it's definitely got a scaling problem, Bubba. Well, so this is I want I wanted to focus on so so last month the design was okay, but the implementation and the engineering was just god awful, and that's yeah. why I refused to grade the art. So mm-hmm. let's let's break this down into what is going on. Okay. And so I wanted to ask you, what is Dominion Space? How do you feel about Dominion Space? Not the events for Dominion Space, but Dominion Space, the hostels, the solo armada. What do you feel about those? Oh, gosh, you're trying to put me on a spot. Uh, I like it. I mean, I really do. Okay. I, I do. I, I like it. I had fun last night. I was hanging out on our Twitch community in the lab. That's what we're just going to start calling it. We were in the lab, Trader. 
Um, yeah. And and I that was is looking... far better than the litter box. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's yeah, it probably is. But that that's what I we don't do. Know. There's a lot of wordplay you can go with the litter box. <laughs> I know. I, like I do. We were digging around in the litter box and came up with some great. Yeah, that's true. I mean, really truthfully, last night, uh, and again, shout out to Blue Mandalorian. We had fun with this content last night. I mean, I don't know about you guys. I, I literally am having fun with this content. Like, more fun with the content than I would be having with events. I mean, Trader, we were doing Uncommons last night, right? There's no event for yes. that. But I, nope. blew, I blew a bunch last night, trying different crews, doing different testing and things like that. It, it was fun. It was an event for Uncommons. It was not... I had to do like 50 to get yeah, it done. Yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the car modas. We were doing the solo armadas last night. Oh, my bad. You said I'm... Yeah, the, the solo or the Dominion said. space. Yeah, no, I mean, but I did I did have fun just experimenting a new hostel. Um, well, you could have used the rare or epic for that one, not the uncommon. That one had points modifiers for that. I know, because we all have a bunch of rare solo directives hanging around, just burning holes so, in our pocket. Anyway, back to your question, Bubba Joe. But I, 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 I am liking you, it. I like, I like the, the hostels. They look good. Yeah. I like the idea of solo armadas when you're able to participate them. It is a new mechanic to pursue. We have individual armada crews. How do you pair them together? Yeah. These are good mechanics. Now, as someone said it in the chat. No one wants another grind. Like there is already too much grind in this game. No sure. one. That is a Bajoran issue and an events issue. And I think the the Bajoran issue is something we can talk about, but the events the events this month have been really bad in my opinion. And I know you disagree about the Armada. We can talk about that because I think we're gonna get there. It's but it's I, not I, that I don't think that they were good. I just understand the logic. Okay. Like like Sure. I, I, I understand what they were trying to do with it, and I I was trying to show people how to do it, uh, and that's kind of where it went off the rails. Listen, I, I am not a fan of what we got, you know, for the same reason that Karkin, who's in my alliance, is talking about, like, oh, I got to have to do 50. That really wasn't the point, okay? And I know we talked about that on Twitch last night, and people were very, you know, I, I will say this. It is interesting because over time, and and again, this is this is just an observation. Third party, neutral, whatever. We have as a community grown less tolerant of events that we may not be able to complete. Um, and I and I wonder, like it it's now obvious to me, Bubba Joe, and I'm not exactly sure when it happened. Trader, we were having just a brief conversation about, you know, when was the expectation of all events that we should all be able to do it for free. And and, and before and, and again, I'm not I'm not defending. I'm really not. I just like my own words were used against me this morning, Bubba Joe. And and I went back and I listened to a clip and I'm like, you know, I wonder what was different about that event as compared to this one. Did and it I say thought heroic on it. Well, that's what I was thinking. Maybe heroic. but you know what? Heroic wasn't even a thing. Like Scopely only started trying to do those heroic titles earlier this year, like April or May is when they started tinkering around with this silly, you know, titling or category, categorically identifying events as quote-unquote heroic. Um, but in the past, we have looked at events and identified whether or not they were free to play. Like, right up front, you can look at an event and immediately determine if this is something that everybody is supposed to be able to do. And in fairness to a couple of people, 
who did come to me and said, hey, listen, you know, it's not necessarily that I'm disagreeing. And it's not necessarily that we shouldn't expect better from Scopely, but just when did that change? When did the messaging change from not all events are designed for everyone to complete versus, you know, every event should be completable by free-to-play in five to ten minutes for no money spent? Like, what happened? Battle Pass. Battle Pass was what Dude, did Battle Pass it. is What's up, G? How you doing, baby boy? Do you think the Battle Pass is actually the reason that events, that, that we as a community shifted from, oh, I can't do that, so I'm going to skip it, as compared to, I should be able to do everything all the time for free? I think so, because I think that's when they took the large, the vast majority of the community and said, for this small investment, we're going to allow you to gamify your output, right? And so everybody felt like, well, almost everything is, all, all events should then be doable because we're all investing, not all, but probably the 70% of the community, 80% of the community is investing in Battle Pass now. I have you not had gotten... split before. That's true. And I have not gotten an updated statistic on this in a while. It's probably been well over a year, maybe closer to two Gregor, I, I probably, we probably talked about it, but there was a time, uh, Bubba, that a statistic was given to me that over 74% of players engaged in the $20 battle pass. All right. Maybe Gregor's right. Maybe that's where it got a little bit sideways. Maybe we've always looked at that $20 investment and looked at it as the all access ride, right? Like you go into a carnival and you can buy tickets, you know, you can you spend 18 tickets to ride the bumper cars but you can also spend 20 bucks to buy the all-day wristband, right? And so I wonder, maybe maybe that's correct. Anybody else have a perspective, Trader? Karkin, when did the community shift to... Because there used to be a different perspective. We used to look at events and know, ah, that's not for me, no big deal. I've never looked at events and said that this is an event that's not for me outside of leaderboards. I am not the regular player. I'm not your, I've never attempted to be free to play like ever. Um, so I, I, that, I don't think that was ever a thing, DJ. I, I, I honestly don't. Well, maybe not for a spender because if somebody is spending heavily, there's nothing that you can't do, you know, re really truthfully, but Karkin, there yeah, were there like, were events. Aaron, you're the same way. You're, you guys I are lights, man. Events that, that I said, is this worth my time and you know, yeah, investment of right. current hoarded material or items? And right. Is it going to help me in the long run? So I might have decided to skip, but I never once. I'm trying to might be in Bubba's camp where I think if if you wanted to, I guess you could, right? But you also said it at the beginning. Yeah. It's because you have prepared for such an occurrence. You've hoarded this or that, or you only spend when it's advantageous. And, and if we were going to follow that thinking, all right? And again, I, I'm just kind of bringing up all points here. We're going to give everybody yeah. an opportunity to sound off here right. because I don't agree with how this weekend has gone. Let me just preface that by saying I'm, I'm just trying to host an objective conversation. But there have been events in the past where – you know, they require, like, Bubba, a meta. Let, let's go back a couple like, of months, like the Tendi meta. When you had to spend materials, you had to do armadas, you had to spend directives if you were going to get Tendi at the end of the month, right? You had to do that. That would yep. be an yeah. event that I would consider to be 
um, something that, that you feel you have to do, right? In the community, I would feel that that is something that you feel like you have to do. Therefore, if it's a quote-unquote mandated style of event, perhaps we would consider that to be that event of the month, Bubba, where, okay, this is where I'm going to spend my rare directives. All right? But we haven't had that in a minute. Like, I know that there's been Armada events. And, and go back before yesterday, okay? Before yesterday, we have not had events that have required the use of rares in actually a few months. So really truthfully, unless you were pursuing an alternative strategy here, all right, you should actually have probably a couple of thousand rares in the bank. I mean, honest to God, you should. Now, we had the Cardassian well, event. With the leaderboards, people do often know. use them for the material spin leaderboards. I, I, I know it's oh, not a great yeah. thing to do. Yeah. But like material spin leaderboards, that's often a scoring mechanism. So people will do one or two there. Well, and, 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 do and you know, and I yeah. see this. I see Donkey says terror skin. And, and guys, when yeah, I, when I, skin, I yes. yeah, but when I talk about required events, you will never, ever, 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 ever hear me tell anybody that a solo leaderboard is something you must participate in. Like I've said yeah, this no, until I'm sure. blue in that. the face. Trader, go ahead. D- yeah. DJs, I think I think what's happened, and and I can see this within my own alliance too, and I think you can relate as well. I think what's happened over the last year and a half or so is that there's become an increasing amount of pressure on the same amount of resources that players get. So you don't just have so you have rare directives, right? When they rolled out, you had one armada that you could do with them, right? Yeah. Rare armadas, rare mm-hmm. faction armadas. Now, now you have the swarmadas. Now you have the Cardassian armadas. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's that dynamic that players are feeling is that there's really a push that if you want yeah. to do these events, that you have to spend if you want to do them all. Whereas before that, there wasn't that level of pressure on an individual player uh or and, and also well sorry i don't mean to cut you off no no that's, okay. um, that's fine i was done okay um like like also i guess another thing like for me with these with these current amada events i've done it to milestone three i'm happy with that it's going to take me what it's going to take me what I did to get one, two, and three milestone, it'll take me all of that to get to milestone four because typically it's double your right. first three milestones to get to milestone four. I'm happy with what I've done with getting milestone three. I, to me, like when I was chatting with some of my team, I was like, okay, it's going to take me too many Amadas and I don't have the directors to finish yesterday's Kardashian one. I'm happy with three. That's fine. You know, so I guess... Well, and you bring up an interesting yes, I point, Aaron. To do milestone four, but... You don't always have to do all yeah, the Yeah, and that's, that's kind of where I'm that's feeling like my own thing. words are being used against me, Bubba Joe, where I, I have listened to clips of, of a show of mine, uh, more than one, from like over a year ago. One of them was over two years ago where it's like, hey, listen, if you look at this event and you decide that there is value in it for you, then you have to decide whether or not you are willing to invest the materials that you have and or willing to spend for the completion. Those, those types of perspectives, I feel, may 
have waned over the last several months. And I am curious as to the expectations of the community in that regard because it used to be exactly like that, Aaron. You look at an event. If you had the materials, then the, it wasn't just an automatic go do it. It was, is it worth it to me to do it? You know? Yeah. And, and then we use the same kind of teaching with solo leaderboards. Like, don't ever feel pressured to do them all if you want the terror skin how bad do you want it if you want yeah. an officer you know. a leaderboard how bad do you want it like you can invest in there but those are not That's traditionally right. guaranteed as a free-to-play you may and have to spend on something like that right that's right and you choose your event you know that say this terror skin okay it's going to cost me rare directors this is going to mean if an, uh, if an auction comes up, I can't spend those rare directors in, in that auction. If another rare event, I'm not going to be able to spend them in that event. So you have to decide, okay, well, do I spend them now or do I wait for another event that might be worth it for me or mm -hmm. whatever? Yeah. And, and so it so, comes down to choices. Yeah, it does. It does. And, and we're not just talking rares and epics. I mean, there's also drains no. on uncommons as well. And, and Mena points out there was an Armada a month last month that lasted for several days, and, and I agree, but that also did count for uncommons. And I'm not usually going to come out and, and super heavily complain about uncommon sourcing because, I mean, it, it's not unhealthy. It, it's 1400 1500 a month is what you can get just out of the game without ever spending a dollar. Ripper has said it on the show many times. I've never bought directives. I'm always able to do what I need to be able to do with it. I am uh, just curious, like, and, and, and like with regards to the, to the SMS. Now, if you want to talk about a five-level prime that costs $500 and it's one faction when they know we've got three factions, so you're talking $1,500 to essentially get what an exocomp can give you for free. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, those are are much more blatant issues. And I'm not defending them, but I'm just kind of, I'm, you know, I'm looking at a couple of different perspectives here, which I want everybody to be able to sound off on today. I'm giving you guys a few considerations, a few talking points as we get ready to open our stage today. SMSs have typically, Bubba Joe, and even from my perspective, I, I feel like maybe this is something I've changed on over the years, but I typically feel like SMSs should be completable by the broader community. I, I just so, I don't, I don't I, know why I, I feel that way. No, with exception, though. There are a few so exceptions to that. Go ahead. Let's talk about what we do in SMSs. What do we do in SMSs? Guaranteed let's, input for guaranteed output, right? Let, no, let's go back. Let's go back 18 months. All right. Okay. What kind of SMSs did we have? Well, you're going to have to be a little more specific. We had hit hostels and mine. Everyone can do those. Okay. Right? Well, then we got Armadas. We've had Armadas more and than 18 armadas, months, dude. Uh, tw tw maybe 24? It's Dude, Armadas are getting ready to celebrate their three-year birthday. No, they're not. <laughs> yes, they are. Original? It was coming soon for over a year. It was coming soon for right at like 14 months, yeah. Dude, we're, 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 next month is 48 months in this game. So we're, we're so Armadas are like, they're coming up on a three-year birthday. But there weren't a lot of events for running armadas. There were a few, but they were very completable, okay? Because there was just the set number of armadas. People were excited. It was new content. There was new sourcing, right? People were excited about that. 
But here we are. We now have armadas. We have ATAs. We have solo armadas. We have token systems. We have things that are gates to people participating in events. And that makes participation in events significantly harder than when we launched. And so when the game launched, and even a year, year and a half into the game, you could freely participate in the events because there were no gates to any of the SMS events. Leaderboards were different. Leaderboards came much later in the game. If you remember, they haven't been around the entire existence. Correct. Material spend leaderboards. That was a that was a that was a gated thing. You couldn't just you know participate in that. You had to plan or purchase or whatever. Mm-hmm. But there are so many events now that are geared towards this pay to participate model that Scopely has rolled out. That is really really bad it's just not good for the community it's not good for the game never has been now so let me let me pay to participate is a problem pay to advance i agree pay to cut down your grind pay to accelerate is one thing pay to participate is bad and i agree there's so much content and i wonder pay to participate now i i don't disagree i i think that that is a very fair statement so let me ask this question because when it first came out the community did something very similar to what's happening here. And again, I, I'm not taking a position yet. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm not defending I'm for objective conversation. But Bubba, remember when ticketed events came out? People lost their freaking minds. Okay? Well, that's not fair. How come Bubba Joe gets to do three just because he spends and I'm only getting one? All right? Now, this is a bad month to use this example. <coughs> Live ops. But... Very religiously, we have had ticketed events to the point now where they are fundamentally praised. We have people in the community who save tickets from certain months to use them in other months. Like It's actually become a strategy of doing ticketed events. And Bubba, you've told me you have never missed a ticketed event. I join you in that camp. I literally do them all. I will pay to do them all. No, 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 no. That has not been true for a while. Certainly, so you, has not you've been, been true since E five. So you because don't you don't do them anymore? Are bad. They're bad yeah. for you. Yeah. They're bad for yeah. you. I have because... not. I I I. Yeah, they did not scale correctly. Here, let me ask you a question, DJ. Just as an aside, and we'll go back to the topic at hand. Do you think I get more materials from a ticketed event or one multiphasic chest? Not a chest of three. One multiphasic check te- chest. I'm going to assume since you bring it up, it must be the MP. <laughs> Since you bring it up, I assume it's the multiphasic chest. And what is the rough value of one multiphasic chest relative to a pack? Oh, Jesus criminy. Uh 3%? No, no. That's yeah. the three chest. No. Is it? I thought three, the three, three chest, chest was... was roughly 10%. I thought a three chest was Oh, see now that yeah, they've they've changed this. So what is it? Is it 1% now? Yeah, roughly. One percent, because instead of scaling those bundles, they increase the number of multiphasics. That's what they did. So, Correct. So, yeah. uh, how many? How many come in a pack now? Uh, Sixty-five hundred. So you Something can. Like that, so yeah. you can actually get four triple pulls. That was always supposed to equal ten percent. Three, uh, a a single, a triple pull was supposed to be ten percent. So a single pull would have been three, but now you can get. 12 pulls, so it's not even 1%. It's like 0.8%. Yeah. 
So it's actually, so I, uh, it's a misleading question. It's actually right around two multiphasic chests in a ticketed event. Now, of course, you actually have to participate in the ticketed event, which means you are investing time and funds or whatever you're doing to invest to participate in that event, which obviously, because they can't figure out how to scale things for G5, already puts you in the hole. So no, the ticketed events are no longer good. I will do, if I am already doing the thing that the ticketed event requires, I will do it. Otherwise, I'm not activating well, tickets look here. Yeah. or anything. Oh, and maybe, maybe this is something I've missed on. event store loot. Because look, Caliber Honestly? says I can actually get more from a $100 pack now than I can get from $100 worth of tickets. That didn't used to be that way. And if that's a problem, if that's a problem, then Scopely is going to have to look at that because it used to be. We did the math on this when they first came out. $100 worth of tickets was something ridiculous, Bubba. It was like 150 to 160% of the value. It was worth it. It just had a delayed return because you had to wait as they rolled them out, right? Yeah, it's not that way anymore. I, d- I don't do any ticketed events except during the event store month when I can do them all for event store loot. For loot. I just save mine. Hmm. Yeah, I just save mine all. There's wow. no point to doing it otherwise. Okay, so so, can, so, we, so is, is this the discussion? But well, now, yeah. What now. I'm going to say is this is so. This is another example then of uh, handy. You and I were talking about it this morning. This is another example of just cleaning up. Okay, just yeah, tidying they up. They need to revisit a lot of. I mean, because tickets were an amazing thing, yet people realized that they were premium. Like you, you, you just. You knew it, and people did complain about it, but they eventually came to accept it, all right? That that ticketed events, you got one for free, and if you did all three, it was premium. Now, if the value's no longer there, then God, I'm an idiot because I keep doing them all, Bubba, every single time they come out, I do them all. I've never, I, I did the math on it ages ago, and you oh, know what? It makes sense. There There's are... been 17 evolutions since then. Have it's, the tickets never scaled? It's it for you, DJ, but not for the G5. Correct. G4, I don't think is as bad. And newer servers, the ticketed events are the bomb because the ticketed events aren't scaling to generation. And so when we talk about how your pack has this and a, and a newer server has significantly less than that, right? your ticketed events are the same. So for you, what might be um, okay to moderate value is absurd value for those newer it's servers. It's wildly so good for them, yeah. They have value in doing the ticket events. They love the ticket events and they want to continue to do the ticket events. Whereas for you, it might have some value. And then for Trader and I has basically no, no value. Dragon, that's exactly what he's saying. The ticketed events are the same across all servers. But when you look at players like K21, right, who constantly complains about uh, the state of their packs. Yeah. So if the, if the events are built for me, for example and they are are uh, to the point where they're great value for me, then, like Bubba says, they're 10 times as good for a newer server because their packs are lower, but their ticketed events are higher. So they buy the tickets, and they're actually getting, you know, the equivalent of two or $300 worth of, worth of events. My point comes back to, um, and, and I know Bubba has a point to get to, too, and I see this in the chat. Uh, you know, what's your point, DJ? All right? When you're talking about ticketed events, and and... I know, even though the ticketed events have been clearly identified as premium, as extra. They're ticketed. Like, that is a message that Scopely effectively delivered. 
And is it a failure on Scopely's part to be launching events that may require investment? But if they don't notify us, I think is what I'm asking. Because, listen, we know that they're going to launch leaderboards, right? We know that they're going to launch material spends. We know that they're going to launch directive spends. And, and you know, even uh, this is what I'm a little bit confused about. Aaron, when we've seen directive spend events before, it usually has been identified, like within the community, within our four walls, that we have identified that that rare and epic directive spend events are typically heroic. Whether or not the event says it or not, we recognize that, okay, that's premium entry right there. Like, I better really look to see if this is something I want to do because epic directives are incredibly valued valuable to me yeah we've also often identified that a lot of those sms type ones have also just been like three or four maybe five but i think a max we've ever seen is like four rears and you've normally completed it well it's it's a bit of a catch-22 sometimes i guess and i think some of the people that for this time around as we've just had the terraskin as you mentioned before the terraskin auction people had used up their banks of it but i didn't have the directors for this time around and so they're that kind of doubly added to that pressure and i will just say about that issue from the vast majority of players the terror skin is not useful any longer and not really players no. should players shouldn't have invested in it i know a lot of players did but i made sure that my team knew that that's just not worthwhile we knew that there was stuff coming there always is that needs these directives and it just isn't a good use of them for those for any ship skin in my opinion they're all useless they're all just vanity items so joe uh jay bro says you know this is actually a good point maybe it's time to invest less time and money he says and yeah. and while i i i do kind of see the pointedness of your question uh, of your comment like well fine i'll just you know Fine, Scopely, you can't have it. But we said a while back, and again, this is a part of the conversation I want to have. I'm not, I'm, like I said, I'm not arguing with anybody. But we have talked about in the past, there gets to be too much to do in the game. Mm-hmm. And Bubba, if you recall, the conversation that we would have had a year ago is to choose what has value to you, right? To choose what yep. your priority is. And if I'm looking at the sentiment today... I feel like we have also waffled on that a little bit. Now we demand the ability to do it all instead of looking and choosing. Do you remember Dekix? Dekix is here. He's in our audience. He did a podcast with Rev Deuce, and he's been on this show, and he has said, I, I am free to play. I have to carefully math everything. And time, for him, is the one thing that he can put in more of, but he still can't do it all. He has to choose what is going to pay him better. He has to choose what's going to reward him more. Have we, as a community, lost sight, potentially, only a suggestion or or a thought, conversation provoking here, have we changed our expectations do we expect to do it all or should we 
be looking and saying, okay, well, syndicate is important to me, so I'm going to focus on this. Or Bajoran research is important to me, so I'm going to focus on this. And Swarm is not important to me, so I'm going to let that go. Borg, I mean, I've got 10 million active nanoprobes. Like, I'll never get all the independent credits, so what's the point? I'll slow down on that. Like, look at your banks for a minute. How many people have way more currency than what they need from a specific loop? And is that a loop that you should continue prioritizing doing every single day? So I, I have a couple of thoughts on that. I think the first is never underestimate a human's ability to have FOMO. Like, I mean, just the, that's just right. the way it is. Yeah. We always want to do all of the things because especially in this game where something is here one day and then gone for years, cough, cough, Harrison, Tal, you know, still isn't back. So we never know when something awesome is going to be here and then poof, gone. So sure. players are a little bit just by the nature of the game and Scopely's actions are, you know, in the position of, wanting to do it all because they never know when it's going to come back. Well, that's true. That be, that's that true. Being, and, that and so let's, said, let's look at the chat. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, that's okay. I just want to say that being said, you do have to prioritize. I don't do everything in this game, right? I, I, I just choose not even to. Even for me, I, I don't either. Accept, I accept that there's things that either they don't interest me, I don't care about, or, you know, sure, I could spend a lot of money, but is that worth it? You know, Bubba Joe and I were talking uh, the other day about the syndicate loop, you know, I'm at syndicate 26 right now and I'm not investing any more resources in it. I just do my daily grind because it still seems like it's a little borked and it's really expensive to continue to advance. And I have a sourcing mechanism now with a mantis loop. So I don't need to buy it. I don't need to do more than a couple of runs, you know, twice a week. Uh, and I, and I think that you, you is have to manage that. I, I agree uh, to, to a certain extent. I do believe that Scopely has obligations. All right. And I don't want it to sound one sided. Like I'm looking in the chat and and I'm in a Zen place today, Bubba. So, you know, yesterday, yesterday was was really harsh. Certainly coming out with it again. Blame the community, DJs. Super solid. Well, piss off. All right. Really truthfully. But um no i'm not i am asking you guys to look in the mirror and look and see if you are potentially in a different place than you were a year ago if our expectations are also different not that scopely hasn't changed their expectations as well because they certainly have this is a this is a flowing uh organism so to speak here they're changing we're changing and and I will always come back, and, and I've always been known as the objective guy. I want to make sure that I'm fully understanding our position. Because you know what? I think I've been caught up in it as well, Trader. I fuss yeah. and I yell and I scream about things that don't feel right, that don't look good. And then I can have a logical conversation, and I'm like, okay, I get it. Like even yesterday, Trader, you and I last night were talking about the Ducat sourcing. You know yes. what? Eh. There's a reason that it came out the way it did. Did it launch perfectly? Absolutely not. But was this actually potentially possibly a good idea? I guys, I remind you guys, the hero of the people, big country, who would have been thrilled to death with what he saw yesterday. 
All right. If if it had had one extra component. And we'll talk about that here in a moment. Blue says Scopely is is supposed to be trying to reduce screen time, which they keep trying to step away from that, Bubba, well, even with our in, uh, interview with Game yeah. Design. They keep trying to step away uh, from that statement that they made. They claimed that that was misinterpreted. That being said, Blue, let me hone in on your second comment. You say the game should have plenty to do with the option to skip, not barely anything to do with the option to skip. Um, dude, like that's what we're talking about. Plenty to do with the option to skip. You guys are begging for less to do. I mean, that's the whole point of all the grind and the mantis and the bajor. Like, you do but have plenty to PJ, do. That's PJ. what players... I mean, you could... Yeah. You, hang on. You could introduce this loop with significantly more reasonable milestones. Agreed. And still have introduced new content. Agreed. And I'm not talking about just the milestones from events. I'm talking about the refinery, too. All across the board. This content could have been introduced with very reasonable... And as we all know, every single loop that has ever been introduced in this game, every single one gets worse the further you advance it. Well, whether that's it is your true. Ops level, I don't whether disagree. it is. Yeah. So, so if it is this bad now, what is it going to be <laughs> like at the next speed or the next? In fairness, though, way. Bubba, that is not uh, because the 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 grind is getting worse. That is simply lack of understanding of G five. All right. No, 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 no. It no, is no. outlaw. Think about outlaw. Think about outlaw. Okay. Do you remember? Do you remember as you advance? Yeah, you can get a teeny tiny bit more resources. Right. For four times the cost. Yes. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. Every single loop. Think about. Fa uh, think about fa uh, the uh, scouts. Think about the scout turn in. Think about uh, the uh, generic faction chest. Although it got better for a little bit, as soon as you reach that magic point, it got significantly worse. Every single thing in this game gets worse the further you move it along. I tiny, am... tiny improvements for significantly more cost. So if the grind is this bad now for the Bajoran faction, what's it going to look like after you've gone two levels of rep up? Well, so if I can respond to that briefly... I have a couple of thoughts. So if you're talking specifically about the outlaw tree, right? Think about what they have done since then. Yes, the cost goes up, but time to do it has gone way down. I can send my Max Stella to exchange space and in about five hits have enough resources gathered to do a single daily pull. Now, my outlaw is Max. I don't need to do any of that anymore. I only do it for events, but... The fact of the matter is, if I need to, needed to do it, it would take me very minimal amount of time. Agreed. I anticipate, I anticipate as we get more of the Bajoran research done and move farther along in that loop, that we're going to see the same thing. And I say that because some of the research I've already done has made those changes and made the grind, the hostile grind specifically, easier for me. Now, is it expensive? Because I'm using a G5 rare, yes. Do I? Am I annoyed by that? Yes. Do I hope that there's something coming for that? Also, yes. But I think it will get better as as I progress through it. And I think we have to keep that in mind too. And there's comments in there about how they need to make these things easier. 
And that is a fundamental failure that's of communication that Scopely has committed time and time again. You want to talk about the outlaw tree. Talk about the fact that in the Majoran store, right oh. off of the bat is one of the first level researches you can do. You can have uranium efficiency for your Stella. And it makes a big difference. The non the the non G5 players, the players in my alliance that don't have the outlaw tree maxed, report that there is a significant benefit to them from that first level of research. Now Scopely you, hides the ball. They you, don't tell us that. Hang on. Hang on. If you engage with the outlaw tree, you were done with it over a year ago. Okay. Yeah, I'm finished. The only people that are not done with it now are people that didn't engage with the tree and waited for some sort of efficiency. I'm or, talking about no, no. if you or, engage with or, the or, hang on, or, hang on, or, hang on, or, or, no, 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 no. You can't say that, Bubba, because because eighty percent of There's active players, eighty percent of active players in the game today have been in the game less than twenty four months. Did you know that? Okay, yeah, like you, like we just... right here, you and me, Bubba and Gregor and Trader, like we are a very small community, probably because most of them got fed up and quit ages ago. We're the morons that are still here. All right, these players that that have, these players that are still going through this, all right, are players that that didn't start it three years ago. They did not start in 2019. They started eight months ago. And and I will but also point out. Is ops locks for that too? I can't. Yes. I can't fully complete it. And the other I'm thing ops to lock for the research. Exactly. What, what if you're just a I'm talking about the faction and, store. I'm talking about the, the faction store loop, not the research yeah. faction yeah, store. What, loop. what if what if you don't buy into the whole a lot thing because you have a strong moral compass? Maybe that's why you didn't. <laughs> I like it. I refuse to be a criminal. All right. Or maybe you're the player that doesn't want to spend 10 hours a game in 10 hours a day in this game and they're going to do outlaw once a week. We all have those players. They're going to prioritize well, I do it like time. once a week or once a fortnight. <laughs> I mean, all I all I can say is I think that is wrong to say that they're not engaging, they're waiting for efficiency. No. Some players are just going to play this game the way they want. And the way they want to do it is going to be slower than somebody like me or you, Bubba Joe, are going to complete these things. I my mean, we just need to is, accept that. My point is, is if the Bajoran tree is built like the outlaw tree, the ability to advance that tree is going to be for more and more difficult as you advance because that's the way outlaw was built. If you want to wait for additional efficiencies for three years to engage in that tree, fine. That's your power. You can play the game that way. I'm saying if you want to engage in the new content, and who doesn't want to engage in new content? Yeah. New content needs to be geared to encourage engagement, not discourage it. And right now, the way Scopely is building their game is they are discouraging engagement in the new content. And if you're going to discourage engagement in the new content, then why are you even playing? I don't know if I would call it I discouraging mean, con engagement in their new content, but I do... What's agree the, what's that discouraged it though well the price well dj's the price what about the act apex tools we just talked about that this morning yeah well and that's not that's not discouraging that's just mishandling handy like the fact that nobody right, can even engage in the mantis loop right now because they can't hit hostels i mean you know this this is one area and and i'm, I'm gonna choose my words very carefully here this is one area where your paid content does not function 
Like, and that's probably all I can really like say. Like, this is dangerous, dangerous territory. Okay? That loop is broken and has been broken for weeks. I I understand that you have a script. Truthfully, you you as a company, if you want to make sure that people are not losing their minds over that, you should be running that script three to four times a day. No excuses. No questions asked. Until you fix it, your entire paid content is broken. And before you say, well, you can hit other hostels, no. You didn't build it that way. You built it so that that 60 to 70 chrysalis hostels equals one apex. If you have broken the apexes, you have broken the loop. That was paid entry content, Bubba Joe. Mm-hmm. Okay. Still is paid entry content. I don't believe that that is malicious intent. I think it's extreme. Uh, thank you. Negligence. Mrs. DJ's brought me coffee. Uh, it is, yeah, it is negligence. It's tone deaf. It's unacceptable. And you have a script that can fix it. So why is it only happening once every few days or once a, uh, once a week? Okay? Like, get off your cushy, nice chairs and run the damn script. Run it three times a day if you have to. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how long it must take. I don't care about your expenditure of resources or manpower or labor or whatever. I care not. You sold me a product that doesn't work. That, to me, is more important than directives events. That's more important than officer sourcing. That is content in the game that you have already sold. Like that's dangerous, Scopely. You want to talk about something that fires me up, fires me up more than anything else you've done this weekend? That's it. That one's got me riled up beyond belief. Me too, DJs. Just as riled as you are about it. Oh, man, this coffee's good. All right. Speaking of, speaking of content you've already given up on? Uh, what are you talking about? The Mantis Loop. That's another example, right? We talked about how... I don't want to give up on it, Bubba. I literally no, no, can't play in it. I, I understand. But are you going to continue to upgrade your Mantis? I will. What tier it w- is it at now? It's at tier five. And I will. Are you going to take it to tier six? Yes. Because, because you know what the numbers say. I do know what the numbers say. We went through them together. I know. I know. And listen to me. As I have kept up, we, we talked about it early, right? With the research. And if you keep the research up and, and this and that and all that stuff, you keep the research going with it. I mean, dude, if I could play it, if I could play it, what is the noise? You guys hear buzzing? I hear. Okay. That's better. I think I had a buzzy sound listen as i continue to play it right now the the top for example okay just just to give you guys a heads up all right i've done my research i've kept up with my research i've been doing the double pulls of the research like i encouraged you guys to do 
Um, my research is actually sitting not bad, um, I believe, and I'll just go ahead and tell you. And by the way, I've bought no packs for this thing. Uh, I've not bought any research tokens or anything like that in, let's see, it's not Starbase. Where is it? Starships. I have Mantis Weaponry at four, hull plating at six, cargo at five. Uh, but now I have followed the original teaching. I haven't done any of the others. I do have shield and impulse speed at level one. I just did that for a power gain. And protected cargo is still at zero because who cares? All right. Um, weaponry at four, plating at, at six, and cargo at five. I can go hit the 39s now, Bubba. The 39s with the Mantis and still bring home 140 a day between my two cells, about 70,000 per hull. All right. That is enough for me to do a daily syndicate pull and do a single pull of parts, which is what I told you I was going to do. Once I got to tier five, I was going to continue with the parts, but I was going to slow it down. I rushed it to five, and now I'm just going to take it as it comes. And when I get there, I'll probably have better research. I'll be able to hit up. Honestly, when I can do it handy, it's not as bad as what it might be for a lot of other people because I'm hitting up. The 39s... I can do 70,000 uh, Venom on the 39s if I keep all three Exos up. Could do it probably in 10 to 12 minutes. It's not abusive for me. What The bigger problem is that the damn hostiles don't work, Handy. All right? If the Apex is broken, if the Apex is broken, then, then no. You literally can't play that loop. And this is another piece where Scopely education would be really, really helpful here, okay? If you're hitting up, same thing with these Bajoran targets, if you're hitting up, it's not as much of a time suck as a lot of people think it is. But you know what? Right up front, it will be because the Mantis don't have power for, for crap. You've got to do some of the research. You've got to have some of the crewing. You've got to have some of the components on the ship. But yeah, 10 to 12 hostiles now, Bubba, can do it. It's still a bigger time investment, because of my attention i have to hit the hostels i have to watch the timer i have to watch the clock then i have to find the the apex and i gotta respawn the systems and i gotta do all this and i get then i gotta reload the galaxy view so i can try to respawn a, a hostel and then hope that it's not broken all right so so what you're saying is you're upset about content that you've paid for and it doesn't work <laughs> gee <laughs> i have never heard that before about star trek fleet command am ever. i am i g5 in training is that what's happening right now <laughs> what did I say about a year, about six months ago? What did I say about six months ago, DJ? I, don't know. I said the way that Scopely has started to treat the players at large in terms of ex trying to extract money from them is exactly the way they've been treating the G5 players since G5 launched. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, the yeah. way that Scopely is making it pay to participate and it's starting to trickle and, down, isn't it? It it's is absolutely, they are treating, and when we talked about, like, this is a problem, this you're like, you're on the leading edge, <laughs> this is the way, you just have to pay for this, this is, All you right, have to suck Bob, it up. Bite me. <laughs> All right, now, listen, in the, in, you're right, Bubba Joe's totally right. It is trickling down, and, and it's a dangerous path. Now, um, listen, let me address a couple of questions in the chat, because you guys don't believe me on the Mantis. Um, it, it's a thing. If you If you are punching up, listen, don't, I might even say, you know, when I first started hitting the 39s handy, I wasn't getting 70 a haul. All right, Bubba, I was doing a little bit less. And yes, Yusuke, I acknowledge I need a 46 ship. But you also remember what I said in the very beginning, Trader. I could still do that now. Okay, I really could. Yeah. Everything would be fine. 
But I do remember pointing out to you guys that the repair on my 46 ship is 130 million trite. The repair on my Mantis is like 2 million. All right. So there comes a point where I am willing to slow it down just a little bit. Like I'm in this loop now. I have decided to transition over to uh, over to the Mantis because of the repair cost. All right, Trite is actually really important to me right now. Now, Trader, to you, using a 46 ship, to you, 130 million Trite is probably how I would look at 2 million Trite, right? It's, it's nothing for you, right? Because yeah. you're, you're spending 10 billion on your, on your Sanctus, so 130 million ain't no big deal to you. For Correct. me, at this level, 47, 130 million Trite is still, that's a little bit of a chunk. Okay, so I am trying to approach this from resource com- conservation, Bubba, which is a strategy we teach here and something that I think players need to be a little bit more cognizant of. This is, at the end of the day, a strategy game. You could choose how to spend your resources however you want, but I am choosing to take a little bit less on my daily return by putting in a little bit less on my soft resources. Which then is going to segue me, Bubba Joe, into Gold Ducat. All right? Now, I've caught a lot of grief on this. An absolute ton. Trader saw it uh-huh. yesterday. The, yep. the verbal abuse that was happening in all of these uh, discords mm-hmm. was ridiculous yesterday. I have no idea what came over you guys. All right? I, I have no idea why all of a sudden... The guy who who has produced content for you for three plus years and has fought for you at every turn could have been as abused as I were yesterday, as I was yesterday. It was the things that were said to me were absolutely filthy. Filthy. You guys, whoever yeah. it was, mm-hmm. be very ashamed of yourselves. All right, but it didn't stop there publicly, trader. Didn't stop there publicly, and I've thought. I've thought long and hard about how to address this. I probably really need to talk to Echo about it. But I, um, there was a message to me in developer chat oh. from another player. And it, it is so ridiculous that I, I screenshotted it. And, you know, listen, that is a place where cool heads are supposed to prevail that actual constructive objective conversations are supposed to happen that's why we're there you know and even this and ripper saw it even ripper reacted to it It was like dude think like not what you like think you're reading it wrong (laughs) you know but it spawned pages of ridiculousness by more than one person from the player advisory panel that that I helped conceptualize. All right. Um, I want to read a comment that is uh, from one of our very own community, uh, community members right here. And by the way, it didn't come from this Discord. All right. Um, I'm going to give all the credit in the world to official moderator Jess, who rightfully tucked her head the other day and just tried to weather the storm. And I'm going to give credit to people like Blue Mandalorian who had the following thing to say. And and maybe 
I mean, I use a lot of words, Bubba Joe. I use words. I use lots of words. Why use ten? Why use one word when when five thousand seven hundred and forty two will do? Apparently, I was not you communicating. Kept it brief. <laughs> I know it was. Apparently, I wasn't communicating well. Either that, or you guys weren't listening. Because Blue Mandalorian wrote this, and this is exactly what I've been saying, literally the entire day, Trader. Tell me if Blue Mandalorian didn't get this exactly the same thing that I have been saying for the last 24 hours. As Wales have said, they have no issue with the paid model because they can get Ducat for less money than they would have spent competing in a VIP auction. And for that, I will commend and applaud Scopely for reducing the spend requirements of the VIPs who are suffering in their own self-inflicted G5 prison. The issue that I the other content creators, and most of all, the community, is that it, it's not the problem of the pay model for Ducat. It's the pay-only model for Ducat. If there was a material spend auction running alongside this, giving Leggett's decrees, then people would be applauding Scopely for improving existing sourcing as compared to replacing it. Scopely needs to hear that their idea may not have actually been bad but it wasn't fully implemented. Now, Blue, I don't know what about that comment is different than anything that I have said for the past 24 hours, but that is perfect. Perfect. Okay? Did he add an emoji? Maybe that's what's... He didn't. He didn't, but there were about... 500 thumbs ups on it and no poops i don't even know where it came from i suppose you put it in the official discord i have no idea where it came from it was perfectly said and the position that i took all day yesterday trader i mean you helped me see the logic of it the pack listen let's talk about this pack for just a few minutes before we take our first break the pack and the loop looks expensive we're all going rabble, rabble, rabble because <laughs> we look at $600, Trader, for the guarantee. Yes. But it wasn't $600 yep. for a guarantee. As a matter of fact, it was $600 for a guaranteed tier two if yes. you combine it with the events of the month. No, Brisket. See, that's not fair. You can't do that. He says $600 for an avatar. No, that wasn't obviously the objective of the pack. All right. <laughs> Well, I mean, is where's Ripper? <laughs> Would Ripper spend six hundred dollars for that avatar? I don't know. Okay. Now Star Ocean says it says chance, not guarantee. But again, where Scopely implementation drops the ball on their big foot, and then instead of trying to like you know pick it up and put it back on the shelf, they just run home to mommy. All right, because an announcement in this very Discord did say that the chance was indeed a guarantee. Okay? The thousand, even you asked, Bubba, you were nervous. You didn't want yep. to do it. And I went back and I came back and I said, Bubba, rest easy, whale, sir. You may spend $600 and feel like you will get the 160 shards. And you said, whale on! Now, I'm kidding, that's obviously. That's exactly I don't what I said. Yeah, that's not, I have no idea if that's what he actually did or not. But he did have the question. Did what it would it be a guarantee? Now, here's what I wrote in the developer chat 
this morning, which drew so much ire. Okay? Let me see if I can find it here. This is not a great model as a solo method. I do understand the intent of this procedure and why some players like it. But I'm not sure the number of players that do like it will outweigh the money that would have been spent by players that don't. However, I could be wrong. Plenty of whales are also very angry about this as well. The typical value of Epic Officers, though, is around $400 per unlock. That's what we have seen established in the game in the past. We've seen this not only with the officers mentioned above, because there were a few other examples, but also the Tribble Miner, Harry Mudd, and yes, even Picard, who was eventually available for sale, but at more than $900. Comparatively, the value is better than expected for the dollar amount and guaranteed return, which is something myself and many players have often called for, i.e. Bubba Joe. I just never intended for it to be in cash-only form. This is a great model alongside other forms of procurement. Whales will still want to insta-tier their officers, but more than just spenders should have the access. All that said, I like the thought process, and I think reception would have been a million percent better had you kept traditional sourcing alongside. I would be willing to bet that Whales would have spent even more winning one in an auction and now only a few hundred dollars to take it to Tier 3. I bet you they would have spent on that. Now, I could be very wrong. I could be very wrong. That comment was interpreted as, DJ created it, which, which is crazy, Trader, because that's exactly what came out here yesterday. I almost wonder if there's like some oh dark, secret, sinister force in the community that's trying to sow seeds of discontent. DJ's made it. DJ's made it. DJ's created this. DJ's f you all. It's all DJ blaming Oh, my him. God. I mean, honestly. And I, I lost my mind twice. <laughs> that I mean, happened in yeah. the developer chat. It wasn't. Oh, my God. So, I so, can't even with people. So This is why humans <laughs> cannot have nice things. This is why aliens will never visit us. I know, God. There was another comment I had made somewhere else um, uh, earlier in the chat. I said, monetarily, mathematically, $600 plus events is a tier two epic. Probably significantly cheaper for some players and a guarantee. But I maintain by excluding casual and non-spenders from sourcing, it's not a sentiment win within the community. I fear how this bodes for future officers. I've always been cool with paying to upgrade or paying to fast track or paying to skip grind, but exclusion leaves a very sour taste. Offering sourcing for the masses needs to accompany this model for tiering the higher officer with spend, not paywalling the unlock. All right? A little bit later on, a screenshot of my own message, Bubba Joe, was sent back to me and said, when we have talked about guaranteed return for guaranteed investment, right, Bubba? Because we've talked about that. Yep. For the record, when Bubba and I talk about that, we're typically talking in like Kobayashi Maru style, SMS style, investment of directives, materials, this or that. We know it's not a solo leaderboard, right? Can everybody agree that when we're talking about that, Bubba, we are simply comparing a fixed return for fixed investment as compared to the uncertainty of a solo leaderboard, right? Mm -hmm. Uh-huh. 
So this clip, a screenshot of my own message, was sent back to me and tagged in me. Um, players have often called for something for increased uh, certainty on rewards, guaranteed investment for guaranteed return. I, and this is what I wrote, I just never intended for it to be an only cash form. This is a great model alongside other forms of procurement, yada, yada, yada. I continued. I read that whole thing. I never intended it for it to be only cash form. That was the line, Bubba Joe, that was screenshotted, highlighted, circled, and sent back to me and says, this suggests that this method was, cre- uh, was pushed and suggested by DJ. How could you expect this to happen and it be any kind of good sentiment in the community? This style, blah, 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 and all this other stuff. All right. Literally. What? So I had to say, I had to have the same exact response. I'd had the same exact response in the private developer chat as I did out here yesterday. You guys show me. Somebody, please show me where I have specifically said that this being the only form of procurement is super wonderfully awesome. And I told him, I will sit here and wait. Okay? By the way, you know who you are. You'll never listen to this because you hate my guts. You're an idiot. You're a moron, and I think you're the lowest form of life. Okay? You're a dope. Tell me who they are. I'll kick their butt. Nah, I'm not doing that. I'm a better professional than that. You're a dope. The dopiest of dopes. You're an imbecile and a moron. You'll crawl back into your hole. And and I hope somebody clips it and sends it to him. <laughs> I hope you get to hear it. And I hope it drives you batty that you can't do anything to me about it, you dope. They're evil and I love it. Now that said, Trader, he wasn't the only one that for some reason thinks that I created this. So let's talk about Goldicott. I know what players are, are outraged by is the fact that he is paywalled, Bubba, right? I mean, community, right or wrong, like that is the biggest form of outrage here is just that it is paywalled, right? Like there's no access without swiping a card, right? Correct. Correct. That's the problem. That's the problem. It's not that this particular method of tearing the officer is actually a bad thing. Trader, you, you like it. I've had, and you know, when, when players, when players have told me, (laughs) I know it's okay. It's okay. Because you should not be shamed for that. There are other players who have literally asked me to not name their names because they don't want to, they don't want to, to be chastised for buying into this pack. But I'm here to tell you, maybe for a change, Bubba Joe, they were actually thinking of the G5 community because $600 for a Tier 2 is far less than a lot of you would have paid. There is a sacrifice, though, right? Uh There is a sacrifice, Bubba. You pointed it out to me yesterday. The sacrifice is, in an auction, at least you're getting progression. You're getting ships. You're getting research. You're getting buildings. This was straight up by the officer by itself. Well, yes and no, because Ducat is not the only officer in that pack that you can obtain. I got about 30 shards for Picard, which made me really happy. 
I mean, so speaking as somebody who obviously buys packs, I've bought officer packs before, right? I usually <clears> buy them in every arc. Okay. I'm not like fundamentally this was like thousands of dollars cheaper. I have heard that from a me. lot of players, especially G5 players. I have heard that. Okay. I've heard it. Now, and I, know I understand that, that the, the issue other players are having. I, and I appreciate that. And it's one shared by my, many in my alliance and obviously many people here. I just don't feel that pain the way they do. Well, and, and here's the point. I really don't think, I mean, because Bubba, let's be objective about this for a second. All right. And, and I'm going <laughs> to, I will also have to get ready to duck trader. Bubba, when we talk about guaranteed return for guaranteed investment, that's kind of exactly what this is, right? Yes. It is. It is seeing Gold Ducat on a shelf for a price tag of $600 for Tier 2, okay? Now, that in and of itself, and Bubba's being oddly quiet. He may disagree, but I do, you know, this, this is almost SMS, almost Kobayashi style. You get, you know what you're getting every single time that you put in. And by the way, when I talk about 160 shards for $600, that's what's guaranteed. Guaranteed. There is the opportunity for more through the RNG of the gotcha and then, of course, just the lottery. All right? But you're guaranteed the 160. Now, Bubba, you're being really quiet. You don't agree? Yes. So I have a problem with results-based evaluation. All right. Something please. can be a flawed design okay. and still be very good for Trader or anyone else. And I'm, I'm Trader, I'm going to use you as an example, but it, could, it could be anybody. Um, it, just because you were able to get a full unlock in two packs and that is cheaper does not make it a terrible design to source an officer. Just well, because hold on, hold people on. who spend money, hang on, just because people spend money in this game and can source an officer with fewer packs than they might have purchased for, say, an auction, doesn't make it a good design for sourcing. And my problem is that. Well, hang this on. Is a, now, I agree, but Bubba, you're doing the same thing we were talking about yesterday. We've got two different issues at play here. And, and the community must separate them to objectively to find uh, to objectively to find them and judge them the way that they deserve to be judged. All right? I agree. This is not appropriate sourcing. Let me be very clear. This is not acceptable sourcing. And I've never once said that it was. So Bubba, I agree with you on that point. But oh. what I asked you was a different question. So players can be happy, like Trader and others, and I've seen them as well, that are like, hey, I bought a pack and I got a full unlock, so I unlocked it for $100. I unlock I've never been able to unlock an Epic Officer for $100. Mm -hmm. And so the result of having sourced the Officer this way might be better for you than it would have been otherwise, but that doesn't make it correct or good. And so my point is that and you've never said it's good and i'm not i'm not putting those words in your mouth i'm frustrated by the people that have come in and said hey this has been good for me therefore it's good and it's like just because it was good for you doesn't make it good and that's that's well, the 
it's the fine line I have a problem with um, but, as far as this is concerned. But but I think, Bubba Joe, what I'm hearing you say maybe, and which I, if, if it's this is the case, then I agree with you, is that auctions maybe shouldn't be the way to source these officers at all. Because just because the auctions are good for some people doesn't mean they're good. The auctions limit how many players can get unlocks. The auctions limit how many players can earn shards for these officers. Inherently, they do that. And and, and so the, to me, when you look at how do you source these officers, right? You can put them in a pack and let players buy them, or you can put them in an auction and let players buy them. It's just a different mechanism of obtaining the officers. You still are so, going to have, for most players, you're still are going to have to pay money. You still are going to be limited. And I fundamentally see no difference, right, in how I obtained Ducat yesterday than how I obtained, for instance, additional shards for Picard when they put him in a pack and I buy that pack. He was sourced in an auction. Now I'm buying shards, right? There is no difference in my mind. It's just the mechanism in the first instance. Now for free to play and for lower ops players and for players on newer servers, Yes, I understand that the auctions are not what they are at my level, right? But when you're spending seven, when you're getting 75 million points for an auction, you can't tell me, you cannot tell me that that is a better mechanism to source these officers. It is not. So, Fundamentally, so, I would agree that there's a sourcing issue in this game. So if, oh. if you go back and listen, when I started on this show and when it was me and Big Country, we were both beating the drum. Mm -hmm. auctions are not sourcing mm -hmm. and that there needs to be better sourcing for all officers in this game you got because it. you have to encourage people to want to, to, to unlock the officers and DJ pushback is like well then we can never have any officers that are good at tier one and we said but you have to allow people to engage with the content that they recognize so much in this game is scopely IP so that when they actually do introduce something that is directly traceable to an IP, which is the whole reason we're here, you have to provide a path to the players to get it. Because otherwise, they're engaging with, and again, the Mantis was free to play, so that's they're not free to play, so that was, that's a bad example, but the Meridian, the Stella. Like, okay, yeah, you can make this IP scopely, but I want Cisco. I want Picard. I want Kirk. Right? So let me let me if wrap this up. If you're not providing, if you're not, hang on, just let me let me finish my point, DJ. If you're if if you're not providing an access to those things, auctions have always been bad sourcing. And if you recall back to anthology, I railed against how that that arc was terrible sourcing because it had these auctions. And DJ's like, look at all these officer shards that have been given out. I'm like, auctions aren't sourcing. And we went back and forth in that arc, and we were we just failed to agree auctions have never been sourcing so so I'll, I'll counter that and then we're going to talk about a solution because auctions are defined by sourcing it's the availability of shards but there's no consistency and what i've always agreed with you on is that there's no set price tag while i do and while clearly Everybody in the chat has been screaming for solo leaderboards this month, which is, you know, game design came on and said, listen, we don't want to knee jerk when they were talking about, you know, a different issue. We need to make sure we identify the issue. All of you guys screaming for solo leaderboards, 
you're knee-jerking. Okay? Solo leaderboards are not the answer here. I, I almost wonder, Bubba Joe, if Scopely was like, hey, you know what? Fine. They're screaming and complaining about solo leaderboards. Let's just take them away for a month, see how they like that. All right? Like, <laughs> I'm not beyond thinking that Scopely's not trying to give us a piece of humble pie. All right? So, guys, calling for SLBs is not the answer. Okay? In my opinion, it's not the answer. However, that's what people are used to, Bubba, and people have made a successful strategy out of doing top 10s, top 25s, a couple of top 25s and a top 10 or this or that. You know, they have sourced officers in a successful fashion by using those in a strategic way. All right? And, and so what I want to do is take these two perspectives and tie them together with a nice pretty bow. All right? Because I don't know what Scopely wants to make revenue-wise off of an officer. Clearly, they do have to make money on officers. That's one of the big things that they release every single month. I don't know what the goals are. I don't know what the objectives are. But we have talked about the marriage of guaranteed investment as compared to guaranteed return in such a way that they can still make money where everybody has an opportunity. So let me address this very quickly. When Echo came on our podcast at the beginning of the month, Bubba Joe, all right, we were talking about a Kobayashi Maru-styled event. Now, a lot of people have been asking. All right, a lot of people have been asking. They still haven't heard our, our position on this trader. I'll just lay it out for you again. Echo and I were not operating on the same wavelength. All right, the information... That was relayed, and, and by the way, Echo is again doing what Echo does, Bubba Joe. But if Ripper yeah, were here, and he shouldn't, if Ripper were here, he was like, "Listen, we got to take Echo for for what he has spoken." We may believe that there are ulterior uh, or alternative theories or whatever, but if we're going to put our trust in Echo, then we are going to adhere to the words that he says. What he says is that. He interpreted the information incorrectly and then relayed that information to me incorrectly. All right? I have my own theory. You can have your own theory. All right? <laughs> I, I do, I, trust me. I do as well. And I've always said, I feel like Echo's falling on the sword for some convoluted, stupid, back-end garbage that's happening over at Live Ops. All right? Agreed. But Ripper has said, listen, while we may believe that, Ripper has said, while we may believe that, we got to, we gotta, if we're going to respect Echo, we got to take him and, and allow him the, the gravity of, of his words to mean something to us. To, to do otherwise is to literally just call him a liar. Okay? So I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I believe that Echo does his absolute best for us. We just need to fact check him every time he's. No, Listen, we all know what happened. All right, or at least we think we do. Echo's position is, this is my fault. I relayed to you, DJ, incorrect information. Okay, so that's where we're going to leave it. That's what Echo has said to me. That's where we're going to leave it. The information that Echo had is what he gave to me, and it was not accurate information. Okay, he came on our show at the beginning of the month. I was excited. He was excited. This is what we talked about, and... It did not happen. Now, let's talk about the conversation that it started. And maybe we should do this on the other side of the break, Bubba. But 
Let's talk about the conversation that Echo started, intentionally or otherwise. If Echo knew that there wasn't going to be solo leaderboards, <laughs> nah, nah, better not do this. Listen, let's talk about the conversation that happened as a result. How can they do it better? How can they do it better? We've had all kinds of great ideas here about what sourcing should be, how it it can be, how Scopely can continue to make money because they have to, all right? If you asked me my honest-to-God opinion on what happened over the last 48 hours, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to rip the Band-Aid off. You guys aren't going to like it. Here it comes. This method of selling the officer is good. What? You're stupid. No, it's good. But it's only one side of the same coin, trader. It must be accompanied by metas, milestones, which was my point in and of itself. Guaranteed return for guaranteed investment. Okay? I'm fine with solo leaderboards. As a matter of fact, Handy, I told you this morning, Scopely cannot step away from solo leaderboards. Bubba Joe, it mathematically cannot happen. All right? Players... disagree. It doesn't have to be for officers, okay? It could be for anything. It could be for the terror skin. It could be for whatever. I don't care what it is, but there has to be areas for us to dump. Oh, I agree about that, but they do not have to be leaderboards. Well, okay, okay. Like where you're going, Bubba Joe. How about we go back to the Kobayashi Maru? Yep. Okay. Let's go back to the Kobayashi Maru because I'm just curious, Trader. If I had a Kobayashi Maru event, which is <laughs> tinfoil hat on, was Echo trying to lay a, a, a path of breadcrumbs, breadcrumbs for us, Bubba? Was he trying to get us to, to rally a cry for something that can be new and great? Something that, that maybe has been talked about but dismissed? Oh, no one's going to get it. No one's going to like it. Ah, forget it. We're not going to do that. Could we have been started on something here that, that would be better in the long run after some growing pains? Let me ask. You can sell the officer, right? Sure. You can sell that officer. Tier 2 for 600 bucks. Fine. For everybody else, what about, I don't know, Handy, we talked this morning. What about a solo milestone like we had yesterday for directives? We could totally do that. I 40, think lots of people 50, will buy in there. 60,000 ultra recruit tokens for 20 shards? Okay, but that's only one of them, Handy. That's only one of them. How about, how about, um, the same directive event we got yesterday. Take the, the, the defeats event out because a lot of people, for whatever reason, feel like that's impossible. I don't know. It's grindy. We've had grindy events before. But anyway, whatever. Take it out. Look at the, at the officer sourcing one. And by the way, the only difference, the only thing that they stepped away from here was the lack of a complete sourcing. In effect, Bubba Joe, a meta. If they came out at the beginning of the month and said, all right, guys, you're going to have, well, how many shards are needed? A hundred? Is that right? A hundred shards? Yes. Okay. hundred shards. We're going to give you 25 of them in various events 
and certain little engagement things like go kill hostiles and hunt mycelium and all this other stuff, okay? 25 shards. The other 75 are going to come in the following four events. You're going to get 25 for spending... I mean, we know what a meta is. We're going to give you 25 for spending 12,000 materials. We're going to give you another 25 for dumping 60,000 ultras. We're going to give you another 15 for spending 10 rare uh, or epic directive stars, however those things scale. What is it, like eight, eight rare to two epic or whatever it's supposed to be? Okay, whatever. We've seen those before. We'll give you 15 there, and then we'll put 10 of them in the $20 battle pass. Now, that is defined as a meta, right? Complete 100% obtainability by people spending in-game currencies, and Scopely won't do it. Why? Does it make money? I'm not saying that that's the only motivation, but let's ask. How many ultras are you holding right now, Bubba Joe? More than 60k. More than 60k. Well, can I, I got a question. Don't they consider all of our in-game currencies, they consider that revenue for them, right? I, I think in certain in a way. Ways, I th- yeah, yeah, I think they do. There's some that are valued I mean, other, a, heavier than others, yes. There's a dollar amount associated with all of our mm-hmm. game. Okay. So, I mean, like I talked about earlier with you this morning, I mean, it's an investment on the future for them to have alternate sourcing to use some of these in-game currencies we already have. It depletes it. And then when they release more events in the future that we have to have these credits, we may have to buy them if we want to continue to participate. I mean, that's another way for us to be able to source these officers with other in-game currencies that we may still have to buy, but... You got it. And here's the thing, all right? The problem, and we'll we'll get ready to take a break. I know I'm I'm over time. My clock is blinking at me, but the problem is there's no consistency in ops. We've gone months without an ultra auction. So people have tens or hundreds of thousands. All right. On the other hand, if there was a sink for that every single month, chances are nobody's going to be holding over a hundred thousand. They're going to spend them for the for the sinks. By ignoring this, the problem festers. It becomes bigger. And then, yes, after six months, when people got a hundred thousand plus ultra recruit tokens in the bank, you are not going to make money on it. I agree, Scopely. You will not make money. If you launch an ultra auction tomorrow, it's not going to make money because you have let players build it up over six months. Now, if you well, introduce a couple of metas over the next two to three months, drain people of some of these, uh, of some of these valued currencies, like they're doing now with directives, for example, then they do have the potential to make money. And just like when metas first came out, and I would invite you to go back and listen. When Meta's first launch back in October, one year ago this month, we said, Bubba, they were not sustainable, free to play. Do you remember? We said that you might be able to do a Meta this month, and next month you might have to pass. You might have to look at a Meta and decide if that was an officer you really wanted, because do you guys remember? It was not sustainable.
And I'm going to say that again, not only to the community, but to Scopely. If you want something to make you money, then you can't ignore it for six months. Because now, yeah, you launch an ultra auction now, you ain't making a dime. Because we're the bank. We're holding it. Because you have made it a problem. Now, And why have they made it a problem? Because of a lack of standard operating procedure, Bubba Joe. Too many cooks in yep. the kitchen. Too many cooks in the kitchen. Well, and now, it's the way that they've architected all of their events. Well, yeah, because there, there's not there's not enough creativity here. Now, Dredd says that that's a shill position. No, it's a realistic position. Okay, it's re- it's real. Listen, if they make no money, you have no game. Okay, so they're gonna have to make money somewhere. All right. Ideally, they want to make money on happy people. All right. Happy people happily spend. Happy people happily consume your product. That's what they want. Okay. They want you to happily spend money. All right. So you got to find a way to create a little bit of a standard here. Yes, you are going to have to course correct. Every single month, all right, I know this is going to sound boring and non-creative, but Scopely, I'm just going to pitch it out there and you can laugh at me on your way to the bank, okay? Every month should have a meta. Every single meta should have some degree of valued currency sync, all right? Every single month. It needs to be diverse, Bubba. It needs to include officer XP. It needs to include ship XP. It needs to include latinum. It needs to include directives. It needs to include materials. It needs to include ultras. You need to get the banks down because you've created this monster that is the community, Scopely. You have trained us not to spend unless told to spend. You've done this. All right? And There's you say a better solution, DK. Okay. It's to remove this mechanic from the game entirely. Okay, quickly lay it out for me because we got to take a break. Well, we can take a break. Let's talk. Let's talk about it after the break. So, I, but there is a mechanism where they can remove. Say, they can come out and say, "We're not going to run material spend auctions. We're not going to run uh, Armada leaderboards. We're not we." Our leaderboards are going to be effort-based from here on out. Our leaderboards are going to be time and game from here on out. <laughs> I think Our leaderboards are going to be reward players that want to participate, and they, they value time and game. That is a metric they that do, they use but, to say, but, look how popular our game is. Idea. And, but, yeah, I agree, and, Andy. You can't, it can't be one-sided. left it at the cliffhanger. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> It was going so well. Listen, Bubba, you you have to account oh, for and all. Then say, <laughs> and then say, go spend when you want to spend. You're ready to advance to the next level. Go advance to the next level. We're not going to punish you for not having materials next month. We're not going to punish you for not having a bank of epic directives next month because we're not going to require you to spend those to participate. Okay, and and I am cool with that being one side of the coin, just like this Ducat thing. It was good, but it's only one side of the coin. You do have to keep in mind all the player styles in this game. Bubba, you'd quit this game in a hot second if everything was effort-based. 
Okay, like sometimes you just want to be able to click a button, spend a couple bucks and feel more powerful. And I am the same way. That's okay. That should not be punished. That should not be disrespected. Moreover, it needs to remain a part of that equation because Scopely does need to make the money. Okay, so there should still be the the premium access. I'm okay with that. There should still be pay to skip grind. I'm okay with that. They have to be able to make their money. But I do agree with you on one fundamental principle. That as a general rule, most things in this game should be accessible to as many people as possible. That's why if you had run a meta this month, that offered a tier one unlock, even if it had valued currency sync. If you had offered a meta for this month that offered players, even if it would have been difficult to get 100 shards of gold Ducat, you still could have offered this pack that would have gotten them to tier two or tier three or, God forbid, trader, tier four if you invested enough. It's okay. Like, Big Country died on this hill month in, month out. Make the content early available to as many people as possible if they spend, if they engage heavily. Because I will agree with one unpopular comment. Not everybody deserves access to everything for free. There is a premium product available in this game and i will always support that because i don't want to watch video nope. ads every three minutes okay nope. you should be you should be allowed access to everything you do not get guaranteed to max everything for free and we're going to disagree on this dj we are everything should be accessible you should be able to unlock an officer unlock a ship through some access of grind you should be able to access everything they introduce in the game without spending money and that to advance it will cost you money because otherwise they're withholding the content that they spent months developing. They're withholding the ability for you to participate in this until you've spent money or until they have a path that allows you to get it. Just like the Mantis. Who's engaging with the Mantis right now? Only people who bought it. Only the people who have purchased well, it. The, the, now, Everything take, take, take the Apex out of it. Why did we invest in it? Why did we pay for the Mantis? We paid for the Mantis because we saw the rewards that it can give in other areas of the game, and we decided that it would be worth it. I believe, and, and while I will agree with the community, that there should have been more transparency on that up front, okay? There should have been more transparency on that up front. When can you guys get it? How will it be able to be earned? Et cetera, et cetera. The players who got it early do spend for the advantage of its benefits. Handy, you have it because you saw the benefits that it's bringing to Syndicate. I have it because I, and I'm pursuing that loop because of the benefits that it's bringing to Syndicate. All right, and it is bringing me benefits. There is a monetary worth there. I'm fine with that. But forever, no. Prime Particles, no. Other sorts of props. Second builder. Second repair. Officer sourcing. It's eventually got to be better. And even up front, I feel like there are some things we can't mess with. In fairness, the Mantis was paywalled. 
Treasury is arguably paywalled up front, right? But it had a grinder's path. Now, we are looking at at one thing. If I was going to defend Scopely in one thing, which I don't feel like doing, so I hate that you guys are making me, it's that Gold Ducat is not going to never be available. This is not another Harrison. I know it feels that way. We're looking at it that way. But let's be fair. We're going to see a way to earn his shards eventually. Could be too long, Bubba Joe. Could be not enough. Look at Honor Guard Wharf. All right? It could be terribly painstakingly slow. But to sit here and assume that he will never be available other than a pack is ultimately naive. It feels bad now because there's no accessibility. On the other hand, last month, the gold Cardassian projectile was paywalled. Agreed? Last month, it was paywalled. This month, there's a grinder's path. Three months ago or two months ago, whenever, the Mantis was paywalled. Still is. There's not a path yet. We've been told there will be one, but it's still paywalled. While we have not typically looked at officers in this right, I now ask the question that we will answer on the other side of the break with your voice. You guys can raise your hands. We'll invite you to the stage. The question that I'm going to start with, Bubba Joe, is should officers be excluded from this paywalled model? The ships have been. Cerritos was. Mantis is still. Gold Cardassian projectile technically is still, although now there's a long-term path for it. Where do we draw the line as a community? Are officers an untouchable product? Should we not mess with officers? Should we go back to what we should have had? Should we go to metas? Should officers be something that is so valued by the community that everybody does deserve an immediate unlock, Bubba Joe? Or are they just like any other product in this game that on occasion we get an officer like this that is not available without spending? How many other officers have been that way? Not many. And fortunately, the last one that was, was so worthless that nobody cared. <laughs> it was Barkley. <laughs> right? It was so worthless, nobody cared, Trader. But he was a paywalled officer just two months worth, ago. He was, worth, he was worth every penny that no one spent on. <laughs> That's exactly right. All right? So, is there room for Scopely to look at an officer and make it premium content? We'll answer those questions coming up on the other side of the break. My name is Ultimate DJs. Appreciate you guys all being here. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. More from the community and your voice coming up on the other side of the break. Hang on. Hey, everybody, listen. While we're here playing the game, it would be nice if your business was still making you money, right? That's where a proper online marketing strategy can come into play, and to do that, there's a high degree of likelihood you need an expert. You think I know how to properly maximize tags with the highest penetration and the lowest cost per keyword? No, definitely not. That's why I call up our friends at allinadvertising.com. From SEO to PPC to website design and social media management, these guys have got your online marketing presence handled so you can do other things like hunt Bubba Joe's miners. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track for a special offer today and help them help you go from being a dolphin to a whale. Visit allinadvertising.com slash talking track today. Guys, you've seen it displayed from the 
content creators. You've heard it talked about. Introducing the next great, amazing tool in Star Trek Fleet Command. It's Spox.club. Maybe you've already tried it out, but have you really explored this thing? Visit Spox.club to customize your research, efficiencies, or even plan out your builds. Trying to figure out how your crew did compared to the other guy? Or maybe comparing a new grinding crew to the old standard? Compare your battle logs to see every detail of your combat side by side. Get all this and more by visiting Spox.club today. Check it out. This program is made possible in part by a grant from the makers of Wheat Checks, Rice Checks, Corn Checks, and New Bounced Checks. Our apologies to our creditors. All right, who's ready for some apple picking? Oh, why do we have to do this again, honey? It's a family tradition. This is our second year, and we only did it last year because you saw how many likes Tammy got on her Facebook page when she went. Well, Bobby loves apples, don't you, Bobby? Apples are yucky, Mommy. And Nikki loved making an apple pie with me last year. I still have a scar on my arm from the burns, Mom. Yeah, we need to pay for that medical bill. It's been a year. Well, it's important to me. This really is dumb. Right, Buster? <laughs> Damn it! We're going apple picking and you're gonna like it! <laughs> I know, right? Oh, technical difficulties. Welcome back, everybody. Come on, Scopely. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Ultimate DJs. Welcome into the show. We are talking tracks. Or Star Trek. I don't even know where I'm going, Bubba Joe. We are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Appreciate you guys all being here. And Bubba Joe, as it would turn out, no stranger, no stranger time for me. Not unusual territory in which the chat is pushing back against the words of this furry kitty cat. Um, Baba Joe, this is not something that is unusual for this stage in which that, that somebody has a really terrible opinion. Usually it's you. <laughs> usually, usually people think you're the moron. I don't know about usually. Usually it's it you, okay? I'm just saying usually. Uh, no, in all, in all fairness, the, the entire point of this show has always been uh, to be objective and to give voice to all, all right? There are a few players who are okay with this as as a as a source, but not the source, okay? Um, on the other hand, there is this corporation who's got to make like one gazillion dollars a month, Bubba Joe, all right? Or they're just going to shut our shit off, <laughs> right? Like, you want to talk about sunk cost, like heartburn there, okay? 
we we do want Scopely to be successful. Why do we want Scopely to be successful? We want Scopely to be successful so that we can continue being happy and joy and enjoying the game. Without success comes no game. Now, if you love the game, then you're going to play it and you're going to be happy about it and, and you might even spend money. If you hate the game, you're long overdue for an exit. All right? McGregson asks a very important question. Are we happy? Well, I think we're not right now. Right? That's the point. I don't think we are happy, Bubba Joe. So Scopely is going to have to change course. And the reason for this episode is to try to bridge the gap a little bit between what players are expecting and what Scopely's realistic limitations are. You guys have followed our content for years because of our objectivity, because of our analysis, because we bridge the gap between you guys and Scopely. I'm trying to do that today. Is Scopely right in everything that they've done? No, you are horribly, horribly mistaken in your judgment. On the other hand, Bubba, is the community 100% right when they talk about just everything should be free? Well, sure. If you want to watch three-minute ads every 30 seconds, then sure. This game does run on player dollars. And sadly, there's going to have to be a lot of them. It's not a cheap game to make. That said, that's what we're trying to do here, is to give you guys the opportunity to sound off to find a voice on this show we have always celebrated the fact that this show represents voices for everybody even if there's a smaller minority of of players trader that might agree with one of these voices i do appear to be one of those today (laughs) okay (laughs) i appear to be one of those today because you guys are interpreting my comments as defending scopely's need for monetization it's not necessarily a defense it's real There has to be revenue. No business stays in business, Bubba Joe, giving all the stuff away. So I agree. Let's come to the stage and let you guys sound off. What what can be done? How much is too much? What should they do with officers? How do you feel about Gold Ducat? What would have been better this weekend? Should the Armada event have even launched? You have a chance right now to make your comments. And uh, hopefully, Scopely will hear them a little bit later. But, but Joe, let's come to the stage just so I can go ahead and rip this Band-Aid and, and literally just get this done. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Server 8's Reed <laughs> to the stage. Reed, uh, welcome. Appreciate you being here. I'm going to give you 60 seconds on the clock. Don't be a moron. Uh, <laughs> D- DJ, you know I'm a very fair person. I'm, I'm going to ask for about <laughs> two to two and a half minutes this time, just as a, a courtesy, because I've got a few points. Clock's already running, buddy. Very- <laughs> Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm asking for two and a half minutes, but here we go. All right. All right, go. So let's let's recap 12 months. Constantly going downhill on everything Scopely launches, and there's always bugs. Okay? We've established that. It's on every podcast you guys run. Mm-hmm. It's pretty clear. Monetization, agree. They have to make money. It's a pay, uh, or sorry, uh, for-profit organization. Nobody denies that. Nobody's dumb to think that's not the reality. And yes, we don't want 15-second ads every two minutes. Because a lot of apps like that suck, period. Yep. So <clears throat> to what you touched on and what Bubba touched on and blending your guys' opinions, because you're a little bit different on this, 
and back to when I was kind of screaming cap locks a while ago. Stop the arcs the way they're formatted. Go back and start adding more event-based triggers, meaning more events for the officers, ships, materials, etc., and make it fun multiple month officer or ship months. Stop putting out, and dare I say, because I heard you swearing on your own podcast, stop whoring out content. It's not working, it's a broken system, and it's pissing people off. There has been constant issues breaking every single function half the time. This has been going on for 18 months, and of course me and Bubba have been around from the beginning. We've seen it all. Go back and fix older content. Focus on specific funded events that can be a three or four month period because you know what cbs scopely paramount you're gonna run out of content within 14 months maybe you start launching the picard characters maybe you go to first contact and then heck maybe you do nemesis maybe you just want to whore out content players are sick and tired of it they're sick and tired of a broken game you're not listening and you know what if you did all this you would get people to spend because you would give incentives to work on the officers, ships, packs, everything for a good three or four months, and it would be right again. You could get your developers to do a bunch of other things. You don't have to develop crazy amounts of stupid new missions and other crap. And I'm sorry for screaming, but you guys have already touched on this like seven times in the last nine podcasts. Scopely has broken its own game. They want more money? Stop whoring content. That simple. That's all I got. Holy crap. Bubba, look at the chat. Scopely, look at the chat. You know what? I'll say this as a final quick comment. You guys do a great job. I know you're balancing out. And the other day, of course, when everybody was riding a little bit, I was trolling you too, just for fun. I and know. you giving me permission to do that. That's right. You, you know what? You've, you've paid you, for you that. Scopely, stop them. whoring out content, Reed. I, I uh, sent you your monthly invoice for the right to troll me. Just throwing that out there. Uh- <laughs> As a quick final thought, though, you guys always do come up with the solutions in the middle between what everybody says. And as much as I also like to troll Bubba, he has a lot of valid points. You do have some good points. Everybody has good points. And Ripper especially has some of the best points. But you know what? It's been four years now. They aren't learning. So maybe the game has to have a hardship and players have to stop spending. But you know what? That being said, then that destroys the game. So it's a big paradox. What do you do? But anyways, yeah. there is a solution. The biggest and simplest one that Scopely can do is really focus on development of existing content and really expand the universe that way. That will get people to spend because they don't have to learn 50 new, uh, basically, ways of doing the game because you've broken the game with too many new features. It's just ridiculous now. I don't even want to come back and play because you have to do 5,000 things. And for free to play, though, don't even worry about the new content. You've got so much freebies and good stuff to do now. Why should you spend? And ex- and this is exactly my point. Scopely, you broke your payment process. You broke people wanting to spend because you put way too much out there. And we don't get it. And, uh, and I'm sorry I took up too much time. I'm good on my end. So I appreciate you bringing me on board here. Reed, yeah, you know, 
it, it's almost crazy, Bubba Joe. Every single time he comes to the stage, I take a chance. It's a gamble. But but so far, it's paid off. One of these days, he's going to come up here and just be a clown. But today was not that day. Today is the day that Stumpley... I am, I am very cordial on this, believe me. You, you <laughs> today, told me to be cordial. I appreciate the it. One, Look yeah. at this chat, Bubba Joe. Today is the day that Reed, the villain of Star Trek Fleet Command, has a standing ovation, has 100% positive comments, and nobody is telling him that he's crazy, which that, that happens a lot. Reed's points need to be heard. Reed is right. Even villains get it right sometimes. All right? Gamble paid off today. Preach, brother, preach. Guys, there's, a, there's a lot of validity to it, what he said. Go ahead, In brother. fairness, in fairness to what Reed has said, Reed already knows the answer to this question. Scope, this has been recommended to Scopely for years. His thoughts are not unique. They have been uttered before and been given to Scopely in many forums and many. I'm certain that this has come up in the uh, content creators chat that you guys you guys have with Scopely developers chat. And Scopely's response has always been no. And I agree. You want to know something they should do. <laughs> I Scopely's response I, has always been heard. no because it continues to work. You know, Reed comes in here sometimes, and, and he's less polished than, than some of us would like. But, you know, he goes into the chat, and he talks about, you know, uh, well, you guys are the, are the cattle. I mean, he, he listen, he forces you to hold a mirror up to yourself. You complain about broken content. You complain about this and that. But then you go out and spend $300. Like, he said it to me last month. I told you guys, worst arc of the year. Yet I spent $100 more than I normally do. What the hell message does that send? He says, DJ, you're a hypocrite. He says it to every single player out here. You're a hypocrite. If you want to, to change, and, and so to that point, Bubba Joe, Scopely doesn't change. They don't change because they hit their goals. Why should they change? They don't believe anything is wrong. Because Scopely cheats man this coffee is so good when scopely doesn't hit their goals when scopely doesn't hit their goals they release packs that are so outrageously good value compared to other things that they've offered mm -hmm. that they then hit their goals anyway yeah and so they're never not going to hit their goals the content for the month can be so god awful. They could release something this month. Let's say that let's say instead of the sourcing path, let's say it was exactly 10 Ducat shards for $100. Nothing else in the pack, no materials, no tokens to get some other pulls, exactly 10 Ducat shards for $100. Players would have said, "F that, I'm not doing it." Let's say universally nobody bought that pack. You know what they're going to do? At the end of the month, they're going to go, our numbers are not any good. You know what we're going to do? We're going to put. <laughs> we're going to sell 70 million reputation, billions, gazillion. All right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I know. So they're never not going to make their numbers because if it looks like they might, they're going to give something to players that do spend, say, all right, let me give you something so that we can make our numbers. So as much as I agree with Reed and as much as the whole community agrees with Reed, they're never not going to make their numbers because Scopely wasn't born yesterday. That's true. But at some point, and, and Scopely, you know, I know that you, I know that a lot of you guys have great conversations with me and I respect every one of you and I hope it's a mutual two-way street. 
there has to come a point where you have to please hear the hear the sincerity in my voice. You have got to look in the mirror and realize that there is more to this game than just a profit margin. Like, please. You have so many people out here that want to help you. And I know you, you can't have volunteers. You can't have players. There's, there's stuff in this industry, and you can't just take people. But you know what? Just ideas. Just have a focus group. Just you are capable of having a game that everybody's happy with. And I'm pretty sure it would still make money because it did for the first year. It did for the first two years. Hell, it has now for four years. The sentiment has continued to decline. And maybe, maybe, you're now starting to feel the pressure and then you have to launch some pack that you never wanted to launch. You had to sell reputation, which you never have done before in the game. I mean, that in and of itself sends a message. You resorted to selling reputation. The message was received loud and clear. If you want players to feel good about this game, there are other things that you can do and make it a little bit better of a pattern and a habit Instead of just, quote-unquote, quoting Reed, instead of just whoring content. There are actual practices. There's sentiment. You've literally publicly said you have a PR problem. Why don't we tackle that? Why don't we fix that? Seems like you don't want to. And that's a very frustrating feeling for your consumer. Cruzito, Server 13, welcome to the show. Thanks, DJ. Can you hear me? I got you, buddy. So I, I actually was going to say something a little different, um, but I have to agree with what Reed says. But the premise, you know, when you first start this game, you know, as, as a level one and you have to go through, there's a little bit of a journey, right? As you're trying to get up to, you know, your first, your first ship or your first rep level or whatever it is. And realistically, by the time you hit level 25, right, because everybody just blasts through it now because, you know, we got to get the rewards or get into things. All of that journey, if you will, gets lost. And I think part of that is I'm 100 percent on board with pay to progress faster. Um, where they miss the mark this time with Ducat is you don't even have a shot at him unless you're going to dump the money. And I've kind of been a, along the lines of officers or ships, you know, whenever they're coming out, especially if they're going to be part of a loop, should be grindable to acquire and then spend or, you know, currency, cash, whatever you want to in order to tear them off. Right. That way everybody has. And if you look at the beginning of the game, that's what you are. Right. You get those first ones for free and then you have to tear them up via different ways to, to get there. I think that's the biggest thing that that's missing out of this, you know, uh, now I just hit 41 and yeah, I'm spending a little bit more, but I'm spending more because I want to be able to PVP, not because I want a PVE. And I think, you know, you look at like Ducat, that's a PVP officer, but even with all of these loops, you're having to pay to get in on most of it. Right. And that, that's the downside. Thanks for letting me on. 
Appreciate it, Crisito. Thank you so much. Uh, Stradalorian, uh, welcome to the stage. Appreciate you coming up, Crisito. Appreciate your comments there. You guys have an opportunity to sound off today. What is it? Is it Gold Ducat? Is it the tone, the alleged tone deafness of this Armada Sync event two days in a row? Even yesterday, Bubba, it was potentially logical and that you had a paired, uh, a paired SMS for starting. You don't even have that today. Today, it is completely senseless. Like, was there supposed to be another Gold Ducat event today? Was it supposed to be two 24-hour events? If you had had another 10 shards for another four starts, at least it could have been interpreted as heroic, but at least it had some synergy and some expectation. Not, because here's the thing, you're not incentivizing spending the rares. So players are today, rightfully, going to look at this and be like, my God, you're expecting 45 uncommons? Like, it, what is it that you want to say here today, community? We're going to come to Stradalorian. Welcome to the stage. Appreciate you, Strat. Uh, good chat with you earlier this morning. What do you got for us today? I will say, um, thanks for having me up here, by the way. I will say, I think, I look at this, and at first, yeah, I was kind of surprised. I, I, I was looking at that, I was like, man, that's a, that's a hefty price tag. But, like, a couple months ago when we had Battleship Strike Team, I mean, that, I went, I have to admit, I went out and went for and got it um, on the last XSLB because I saw value. I put a lot, I put more in it than I probably should have. And um, with this, I mean, yeah, it's a lot, but at the same time, I think people don't see the fact that you have more opportunity now to get it. True, it's it's got a hefty price tag, but now more people can obtain this feature that than would have if there was just an SLB. Now, granted, I think if they had paired this and had an SLB, they may have actually found a better feature with it. I think that um, people may have gotten part of the shards and maybe have been more willing to spend a little bit of money to gain the rest of it. Um, may have been a better option for them. Um, I think that, yeah, after last month's SLBs, I mean, maybe they could have done uh, domination or something else in there with it to kind of um, supplement it some, just change it up a little bit more. But I think that that they kind of they kind of got half of it. I, I don't think they 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 saw the whole picture with this one. I I agree. I think that there's a lot that they missed. Look here in the chat. Captain April says, listen, it's not just that. How about we take a minute and talk about the new primes? $500 for what a typical prime should be at 100%. At 100%. And Bubba, it's not even a double. It's not even what an original prime would be because there's other researches that impact reputation. What you're selling for $500 is, honest to God, worth about 40 50 bucks. Like it's it's just complete disregard and disassociation with how this game works or what drives value. I mean, Bubba, I told you uh, in but, the in but DJ DJ, uh, you get a daily rep chest and a daily a daily a daily chest with credits. Isn't that awesome? I mean, sure, but is it worth five hundred dollars? Is the question? Okay, I mean, sure, it's fine. I'm fine with that. Is it worth $500? Hell no. Okay? It's not. And Scopely, that's that's the message that you need to try to hear. Like, when you're building this stuff, I understand that, that you have spreadsheets and you got formulas and you got math and you know what this thing's supposed to be worth, but I'm here to tell you, it ain't. 
Like nowhere near it. Not even close. Like if, way wrong planet. If their if their spreadsheets if their spreadsheets are telling them that's what this is worth, then their spreadsheets are wrong. It's not just the spreadsheets. And we've encountered Bubba. this. It's the interpretation of the no, spreadsheets. No, we've encountered this before. We've encountered this before with the extension to the galaxy tree. Their spreadsheet said this was correct. No, then your spreadsheet is wrong. It's not even that, Baba. It's the interpretation of that data. When Echo and I were having a conversation about this in the beginning, and and I give Echo credit because he's not been in the game as long as we have. All right? But but to give the intent here, he said to me, "Well, DJ, this is going to this is going to double your rep." No, Echo. It doesn't. Is that what you were told? Is that the spin that is going to double your rep because it doesn't? It's going to have a net impact of roughly 30 to 40% at level 5, which is $500 in. There is nothing about this game anywhere that makes this pack anywhere near appropriately priced. Like, absolutely nothing. The designer of this pack has no concept of the math that exists in this game. Sorry, I'm sure I know whoever designed this pack, you got this one dead-ass wrong. Dead ass wrong. But but is this a problem? Is this a fundamental problem with Yes. With scopely design? Yes. Because because how many other things have there been, well, this should have done that. It's like that's not how the game works. I know. I know. Dr. Juby, server sixty, welcome to the stage. What do you got? Uh, in response to this weekend of dumpster fires. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. And uh, I'm sorry for all the haters, but you just need to really shake it off, DJ. I'm fine. Um, When we're talking about uh, everything that has just happened, when you're just looking at the pack itself, it's it's actually not that bad of a pack, because when you see the other characters they've given us, like, Picard and Laan, you've noticed it's about $400 for just a tier one unlock since they break it up into four parts. And you don't really get that much. This current pack, I know it's $600, but you should technically get a tier two Dakot and a lot of other characters. So just looking at the pack itself, it's not that bad. The main issue was the as like you've been pushing is the lack of auction or a free to play path. Even if there was an auction for the the rare officers, I think there would have been a a less fuffle from the community. I agree with you a thousand percent, Juby. You're not wrong. The 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 VIPs and and even not VIPs. I know I know of a level forty three that bought this pack, spent three hundred dollars, got the tier one unlock. Okay, I I know that there are players who are buying this pack. And sadly, that is what troubles me the most, Bubba Joe, is because this pack might actually make money for them. They might actually deem this successful. And if they do, God help us all. You know? Like, what does that mean for future sourcing? It is a scary thought. That said, Juby, you are correct. The 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 pack, its contents, its potential lottery what it's giving for how much in comparison to our history. All right. Bubba Joe, you said it. They'll launch a pack just to save their numbers. 
They'll launch a pack that's cheaper, that is better content, that has something that everybody wants. They'll do that just to hit their numbers. And I wonder if this is one of those such style experiments. Because at its core, this is not a bad thing, especially for people who want to insta-tier their officers. But you can't do it at the expense of anybody else even, even having access. There has to be access. Even if it's a grinder's access, Bubba Joe, even if it's like Honor Guard Wharf and it goes into some kind of a refinery, at least the path is there. Does it need to be free engagement right here this month, day 20? I know some people would like that, Bubba Joe included, and that's okay. I don't find any fault with that. I do sometimes disagree with the speed at which things come, but there should have been a path. And yes, engagement is worth money. Okay? My time is worth money. So when you say that that engagement equals grind equals free, I fundamentally disagree with you. Because without me, you have no money. My time is worth money to you. And while there does need to be some cash, I never, I'm never going to say that there shouldn't be. Okay? You deserve to be paid for producing a good product. <laughs> Let's back up. You deserve to be paid for producing a good product. People don't go see a movie 15 times because it was the worst movie of the year. They see it 15 times because it was the best movie of the year. All right? You do deserve my money for playing your game, for enjoying your content. I will happily pay it when I feel good about it. To, to be dramatic for a second, I really feel like this is a restaurant that I keep going to, and they keep bringing me out a steaming pile of dog crap. And like I go back, and I go back again, and I go back again. And like, when am I going to learn? Like, how many times are you going to feed me a pile of dog crap before you're surprised that I stop coming back? Some community members are getting there. Thank you, Dr. Juby. Appreciate your comments. Server 73, Es Clasico. What's up? Welcome to the stage, man. How are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, as a new server, um, you kind of get used to how things work in the game. And what this does, this change does, is decouples the progression that you would expect from the acquisition of officers. So usually, you know, like everybody does, you just save for a month or two months for the officer you want. And this takes away that opportunity, which is why I see it as a negative thing. Um, but I do agree that it is good for everyone to have a guaranteed sourcing and that it's not as expensive as SLBs. But completely taking it away, taking away the planning or the saving part really does feel like a kick in the face. And it's probably why everybody is so negative about this change. Now, where's the strategy here, trader? <laughs> where's the strategy in swiping a credit card? Where's, there isn't a strategy. Where's the strategy MMO card. here? I mean, so what you said before is true. My time, your time, everyone's time is worth money. With my profession, it's literally worth money. I charge 
clients by the hour. And I pay to progress and not spend my time doing that. That's what the credit card is for in this game, right? Other games, it might be different. In this game, it's to speed up progression, literally speed it up by buying packs, by buying speed ups, by buying ATAs, you know, all of those things. It's to speed up progression in this game. I mean, that that's fundamentally what, what it comes down to. Is there strategy involved in that? I mean, a little bit if you're talking about when do you spend, how do you spend, what do you invest in, you know, but at the end of the day, no, there's there's no challenge in swiping a credit card, but that's also not the point of swiping a credit card. Well, and there it could also be said that swiping a credit card at certain times has advantages, okay? Like that's that's okay. Bubba Joe brought this point up earlier. With this particular with this particular plan of sourcing Ducat, there isn't even an aspect of progression that comes with it. There's no research or buildings that's coming as a result. It's literally just the officer. You're literally buying a PvP ability. You're not growing your account. There's not the the timing of a of a well placed snipe. All right, there's no strategy involved. There's no, well, I've got X amount of materials and I can spend them here so that I can get the most amount of points, you know, without having a bunch of leftover. But more importantly, on the other side of that same coin, you have players like Esclasico who will take your currency that is paid to the player by your game. You are paying us to play. Like, now, I know that this is a crazy concept. But you're paying us your valued currency in exchange for our time. Traders got that one right. Our time is worth money. We're playing your game. You are paying us to do so. Then we have an opportunity to come back in to your game and pay you back those resources, which you do consider as, as revenue income as far as game currency goes. Now, I know it's different than what you see coming in through the store, but that's why you have sinks. That's why you have material spend SMSs or direct to spend SMSs because you know you're putting them into the game. Now you want to recover them. You are paying us to play the game and then you are asking us to put it back. How ridiculous is it that we can't put it back at a time where, where we want to be able to or a time that we can be strategic about it that would put us at an advantage over even, dare I say, Somebody who swipes a card. You have literally removed that function of a strategic or conservative or casual spend player and literally placed the ball firmly in the hands of only the top 2% of your game. Bad DJ, move. Go ahead, Bubba. What about the strike team crews makes you think they want to have any strategy in the game whatsoever? Well... <laughs> Is that is that the path? Uh, uh, is that the future of this game? That's another question. Do you think it's of, not? Well, it does set a dangerous precedent, which which is why ultimately, you know, I know that that people like them and stuff, but ultimately, like in the conversations I've had, and I know this is going to sound crazy that that I'm actually going to agree with Bubba Joe for one. Strike Team was the worst creation ever introduced into this game. My Tribune begs to differ. I know, but your Tribune is now infallible. You Not know what I'm quite, saying? Not quite, but, Not you quite. know. 
Housekeeping says, it's the worst best. Old School says, I love Strike Team. Dragon Keeper says, I love Strike Team. And why do you love Strike Team? It's not because it's not benefiting players. Obviously, it is. I know that. But it is literally... It lets me. It's, it lets me kill the things I should be able to kill in the first place before they completely upset <laughs> the balance of this game yeah. from the outset. That's possible. That's possible. I mean, listen, Strike Team is a replacement, um, It, but it is a mindless replacement. Like, hey, real quick, what do you hunt hostiles with, 51 and down? Come on, quick. Don't, don't, be, don't, be, don't be delayed here. What do you hunt hostiles with? PMC. Uh, what do you do? What do you do? Disco PVP in? Come on, come on, come on! Quick, 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 quick! Don't think. That's the point. Don't think, you cows. Listen, all you sheep out there. Don't think. We don't want you thinking. Just swipe the card. Do the events. No thinking. Huh. Well, you see, this now. this is the pr- no traitor. No, no. Think about all of the things that we have done on Twitch. All of the crew testing, like. You know, trying this XO and that XO comp. That's the fun part. That of is the thing. fun part. Is there any fun in Strike yeah. Team? I think so. I, <laughs> no. I <laughs> you are having I'm fun with it. it, but there is I'm not a crew out there. When when all three Strike Teams come out, it is going to be Strike Team or you lose. Yes. I don't know that that's the case. Because everybody I, seems I, to I will be telling guarantee me you that's the, the case. Well, we will have to see. Everybody in all fairness. Now. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Everybody is telling me that the Interceptor Strike Team crew sucks and that there's no reason to invest in it because it's trash. You know, it's funny. So I've heard that same thing. How would you know? You don't have it. have it both ways. How would you, you know? Have it both ways. <laughs> I have heard that same all thing. I'm, all I'm going to say is this. Number one, a battleship should beat an explorer. And the fact that this game was set up that that's not the case means that the game is wrong and strike team fixes that my tribune should be able to beat an enterprise a period end of story no question and i'm sorry if people don't like that it can now so well we'll have to see because nobody nobody i, I am mean, very few people have it to about I, I want to Just see somebody out, the wrong person to cry to I, there used to be <laughs> there used to be levels upon levels upon levels of strategy of how to crew one ship going against another ship. And not just another ship, but the crew and specific crew on that ship. Mm -hmm. Okay? Strike team is so far removed from that strategy that there is nothing that you can do other than, theoretically, run the other strike team crew to be able to fight against each other. They've removed that entire level of strategy that used to exist and now it's basically if you're going to PvP, strike team or nothing. I mean, what what was the point of cloaking? What is the point of combat exos? Really? And I do feel that a lot of that, for the purposes of strike team in and of itself, a lot of that is invalidated. Now, we do obviously still have other ways to use them, Trader. We saw that clearly demonstrated last night. Like Cerritos, Exocomps, even a cloak made a vast difference for me with the new Solo Armadas. I enjoyed that. I had probably the most fun playing the game last night as I've had in months and had nothing to do with the events that were going on. All right. So, but I do enjoy the content. But as related to Strike Team, there are people on both sides of this. 
you know, Mantis is a totally different conversation, what it does to the meta of PvP. Let's come back to the stage. Uh, Server 120, Astrolamon, welcome uh, in. We appreciate it. European 120, good evening to you. Welcome to the stage of Talking Trek. What do you got for us? Uh-oh. I talked too long. You fell asleep. Uh, sorry, oh, there I unplugged my headphones. Uh, no problem. Welcome <laughs> to the stage. Appreciate it. How are you and feeling? I'm very anxious. How are you feeling Thank about you. stuff? Feel good? Um, a bit of a mixture. Like, with the officer, the, the epic golden cat, it's kind of a premium officer in my view. Like, you, ju you just said it's not progressing your game. It's a PvP officer. So I'm not so objective I'm not so unhappy about that being paid only. And because we had like the free content to engage with. But also you said about the mantis earlier, like my problem with the mantis is not so much that the ship and the syndicate, yeah, you pay to speed up your syndicate. It's the fact that it's the only way I might be wrong, but it's the only way you can get the strange new world officers, isn't it? It is. That's my problem with it being paid. Yeah. Well, that's a fair point. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're gating, you're gating a lot. It's not just Syndicate, Bubba. You're gating the entire S SNW crew behind the paid acquisition of that. So now it's not just Syndicate. It's not just the ship. Now you've got an entire officer set meant for PvE. That's actually an incredibly good point. Thank you, Astrolamon. All right. I, I, don't even, I don't even know how to respond to that, Bubba. He's, he's dead-ass right. Wait, I don't have the mantis. There's officers behind that thing? Yes! <laughs> yes, Karkin. Your entire Strange New Worlds officer progression is behind the mantis wall. But you're right, Typhon. Not the entire set, because for some reason, Strange New Worlds Laon is excluded for a reason not yet acknowledged by Scopely. I have no idea why. All right. That's uh, weird. Joker, uh, Server 16, welcome to the stage. Appreciate it. What do you got, buddy? Joker! All right, uh, we're going to come to the Batman. What's up, Batman? Welcome to the stage, uh, and we'll bring up Blue Mandalorian as well. Hopefully, we can get somebody to talk. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left in this portion of the segment before we get ready to wrap up. Uh, let's come to Batman. Server, server, what is server four? There's no such thing as server four, is there? <laughs> hey, DJ. <laughs> Thanks for having me on again. Yeah, always a pleasure. Where's server four? It's not. It's Super Saiyan 4. Oh. <laughs> like, listen, I'm broadcasting live from Scopely's basement. I'm being kept prisoner. Please send the police. <laughs> uh, all right, Batman, you and I discussed yesterday the fundamental, like maybe I hope that you're here to talk about the events piece of this, right? Because yesterday you and I had a lot of conversation about these events, the expectations of the events. Are they heroic? Should they be expected? Should they be put out? Do players have the fundamental right at completion, Batman, give me your con, uh, comments and thoughts on this weekend. Okay, so I'm um, going to stay on this topic. The context of this weekend for the, these events, the Ducat event, not every event should be completable, right? Like, I'm a, I was free to play till Ops 46, um, so I had to pick and choose for a long time. I took a salad into Ops 42, uh, Tier 3. Um, so, like, it was not easy. So I totally understand that. But when they started releasing the Battle Pass, we started to seeing, we paid for the Battle Pass, and we had these premium events alongside non-premium events. And we started to see that go away, right? Like more premium, less non-premium, less events, 
um, combined together. And that, I don't think that's right, right? Um, let's pay out like, you know, sometimes half or a third of what a non-premium event would carry would be put alongside these premium type heavy spend events. Now on the whole Ducat thing, well, I don't have any problem with him being in the, you know, like the pay store. Um, the fact that the strike team for battleships had three SLBs and had more officer sourcing for the blue shards and completely changed the game balance and the next strike team that it's the counter to the battleship becomes completely paywalled, that's the issue for me. The issue is that it's just a balance issue. It's like you can't throw off like the entire balance of the PvP system and then paywall the counter completely. That actually is a really, really good point, Bubba, which we haven't even talked about. Battleship owners had great opportunities at sourcing those ships. I say great opportunities, but there, there were opportunities, at least numerous opportunities. Um, this particular crew, as you said, Bubba, changes the game. Like, if you don't have this crew, you lose, and now all of a sudden players don't have any access to it unless you swipe a card. That's an extremely fair point, right? How many of you guys were saving and ready to invest materials, ready to potentially spend on the next strike team. You guys have been asking for the strike team for a couple of months. And only now to have it jerked away. That's extremely valid. Holy crap. I hadn't even really thought of it from that perspective. Batman, thank you for your perspective. Kind of crazy. Interesting, though, that he does also point out, Trader, that he has been a player that has had to choose which events that he's actually played in. I don't think that that comment got by me, folks. All right? I appreciate that perspective because you guys think I'm crazy for saying that, but that's how the game was played for years. Yeah. All right? And, and, and how it's still played by the non-vocal majority of this game, the people that don't come on to Discord and raise holy hell. I, maybe. I mean, let's just be honest. Yeah, maybe. I mean... You know, but listen, even casual spend, 100 bucks here, 20 bucks there, another 100 here. Look at Rex, server 56. I was actually prepared to spend maybe 100, maybe even 200 to make sure I got the next strike team pack. 600 separates me from the, from the ability to do that. I said the same thing last night, Bubba Joe. I do not have gold to cut. I fly pylum. I want it. I want this crew i fly a pylum it's my primary ship it's my lead ship i want it even me a spender baba joe of two to three hundred dollars a month in this game which some people are going to be like god you whale three hundred dollars a month is preposterous for me to be spending on this game and even at that level of spend i am excluded it's not a good place to be. It's not good. Uh, Blue Mandalorian, server eights and uh, servers, eight and 32. Welcome to the stage. Blue, good comment you read earlier. Why did you get away with that and I couldn't? <laughs> why, why is it that I can say the same thing you did, but I get the crap beat out of me all day? I don't get it. Ain't fair. Because this whole thing was your idea. Oh, you <laughs> son of a bitch. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. God, he's the cabal. It's him. All right, Blue Mandalorian. 
Blue Mandalorian, welcome to the stage. I appreciate it. Uh, what do you got for us, man? But so what I wanted to say is, uh, honestly, though, you know, you could have the best arc ever. The whales are going to spend. You can also have the worst arc ever, and the whales are going to spend. And honestly, Scopey just looks at the analytics like, okay, guys, we're doing the right stuff. Let's just keep going. But the thing is, is that they they can do whatever they want, and they'll still lock in that revenue. But when they do tactics like this, they're just closing themselves off from like the one thing that they could do to increase revenue, which is increase who is paying. And that would be the, the non-whale spenders. Basically, if it's just like, here's, you know, if you want to spend a little bit just to get that little jump start on existing free-to-play rewards, that's when you're going to tempt them to, you know, rip open those Velcro wallets and actually spend. <laughs> Why do you assume that someone who only spends casually has a Velcro wallet? I feel like there's like... I'm just, an... I'm just calling the, the casual wallet Velcro. <laughs> yeah, um... <laughs> compared to the whale money. <laughs> yeah, possibly. But yeah, but basically, it's just the matter. The Velcro of, can't hold the stacks that the whale stacks. That they need chains wrapped around their wallets <laughs> to hold them shut. Right. They should be focusing on trying to, you know, lock in this potential market. And if there's one thing I think history has taught us is that 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 particular market does not is not very receptive to paywalls. They're receptive to pay speed ups, but they're not. Anytime there's a paywall, they seem to clam up, including myself. Because it's just a tactic I can't approve of, and how is Scobie going to know I don't approve of it if I just pay for it? So let me throw an alternative perspective. And by the way, this is not my opinion. It's just something that's that that somebody has said to me in the past. So let me ask you this, and and Bubba Trader, I'd like your your opinions on this as well. Do you <laughs> feel, as you mentioned, whales are going to spend? Players are going to spend, whether they like it or not. Even Bubba acknowledged, listen, it could be the worst arc, and then they do something that just is such a crazy, ridiculous value that if you don't buy it, you're crazy. They're going to sell. They're going to make their money, whatever they do. Is there a point where Scopely looks at sourcing or looks at the availability of any product? Let's go back to Fourth Researcher, right, where there was no $20 pack, but there was the, the $100 pack. Is there a scenario in which any industry, not just gaming, not just Scopely, but any industry says, listen, if this is the only option, then they'll pay more. Like, it's okay for us to not have a cheaper option because if we focus on the amount of money, there's some algorithm, a- algorithm somewhere that says, I can make more money off a smaller number of people by only having this one expensive price point as compared to the potential money that I would have lost if everybody bought in, even in greater numbers, but if everybody had bought in at the lower level, right? Like, for example, if we had Fourth Researcher and... and DJ. Yes? You're describing Apple entirely. <laughs> okay. So Scopely trying Four to be up. Apple... I mean, I'm only asking, is this a legitimate thing? Like, are we stamping our feet, and, and is, does Scopely have a, a model that works for them? Like, is it possible that they feel and maybe even have realized that making $100 off 100 people is better than making $20 off 200 people? There are... There are studies. Go ahead, Trader. Go ahead. 
every luxury product out there has that same philosophy. Everyone. Do you really think the leather on a $15,000 leather handbag from Hermes is any different than the $150 one that you can buy at Coach at the outlet on sale? No. Jesus, did she wait? Did she just describe Coach as being inferior? Like, God, I buy buy my stuff at Walmart. Except with Scopely, the uh, (laughs) $15,000 one falls apart twice as quickly as the $150 one. (laughs) What what I'm saying is, yes, companies do that all the time. Every luxury brand does that. They want to be, there's that exclusivity for some of them. But absolutely, and and I'm sure Bubba Joe is going to give you the math. And I know that he's right because clearly luxury companies wouldn't do that if it didn't work for them and it didn't pay their own bills. And and for the- that said, okay. there is a point in every player's existence where you have goals you want to achieve, right? Whether it's that ship that you want to get, whether it's that ops level you want to achieve, every player has a goal. And when you hit it, what are you going to do? Are you just going to keep spending, you know, for the heck of it? You know, uh, I, I don't. I think that there is an end for everything, and, including and, the game. And by the way, I said exactly what I meant to say. Captain Planet says a hundred dollars from a hundred people is better than twenty dollars from two hundred. Did you mean five hundred? No, I meant exactly that. Warhol gives the explanation only a couple of lines down. Why bet on twenty people buying a five dollar pack? when you are more statistically likely to get one person to spend $100. Is this a thing? And does that explain some of the problems that we have within this game? Like the fact that there was not a $20 second researcher trader is kind of telling about what their strategy is. Long, a long time. We have called for the introduction of microtransactions in this game. Dollar packs and $3 packs and $5 packs, right? We've asked for that. But is it a a break-even analysis, Bubba Joe? Is there more money in developing that stuff or less money in the profit or more money in the fees? Like, is it easier just to say, God, I would just as soon rather sell Bubba Joe a $100 pack than trying to find 20 other people at a $5 pack? Like, is that a thing? So, so, DJ, there are infinity number of examples saying that if you lower the cost with some built-in efficiency, whether it be an automotive industry where you have an assembly line or even a, a, a textiles industry where you have an assembly line, as opposed to handcrafting something, right? But there are infinity examples where well-produced, well-engineered processes will lead you to much, much greater profits than trying to hit that luxury feature. And Scopely found, you know how you can search the internet and you can find 100 articles that say this scientifically developed fact is true, and then there's this one crackpot article that says, no, no, that's not true at all. That's the one that we're going to cite. found one crackpot (laughs) article that they found and said, this is the way to go. This is the way all the games work. There's a study. There's a study. (laughs) There's a study that says this works. When every other game industry goes, yeah, no, you're going to lose. And not only do you lose, you lose badly because you're not developing new spenders because they've made the price point 
prohibitively expensive. If they start off and they have value at one and two and five dollar packs, and then they get people to think in the mindset of, well, I can spend five dollars. And once they've spent five five dollar packs in a month, next month they see that twenty five dollar pack and go, well, I did that last month. Let's go ahead and do that. And you develop a new class of spender. Okay. Now there there are people that will never spend. But if you could develop more spenders, you will make more money. There are an infinity number of studies that say that. And Scopely has decided to focus on the one that says, no, we're just going to placate to the big spenders. We want to be the luxury brand. I'm just going to observe that if the model didn't work for Scopely, they wouldn't keep doing it. So clearly it's working. I that's kind of what I'm what I'm driving at here. Like the this mentality of focusing in on on you know the larger spenders is not new. It's not unusual. But what I'm saying is that they could make even today where they've pissed off a majority of their community, they could make more money today if they would start off if they would change the way that they model everything. But it does require a level of efficiency that Scopely may not have. You can't hand-create packs. You can't have 17 generations of servers. You can't do some of the things that Scopely is doing. So they would have to change that model and that mindset a teeny tiny bit, but they could make so much more money. And there are infinity studies that say that. Those are fair points, and and I really don't have any super serious objection to any of them. I mean, I, I obviously I feel like Scopely has got to make a change. I feel like, if I'm being perfectly blunt with you, I think Scopely is starting to acknowledge or realize that there's going to have to be a change here. Like they're feeling pressure, Trader. There's nobody. Oh, so there's nobody that can convince me that they're not feeling the pressure. We have seen the pressure that they're feeling. They're feeling pressure to to sell an officer only. All right? They're feeling pressure to sell reputation only. Like they're feeling pressure to hit the numbers. Maybe Bubba, I'm going to I'm going to cross my fingers and hope that the reason that they're having to do these things is going to stimulate thought. All right. You say that they're always going to hit the numbers, and that may be true. Maybe they can't always hit the numbers. But what are they having to do to get there? Like they are, there are people over there, Trader, who know that this is the first time they've ever sold rep. Like you yeah. know oh, that yeah. somebody somewhere in that office is like, oh, crap, are you serious? We're going to sell reputation? Somebody yeah. had that thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, Scopely is feeling the pressure. So what I can hope from this, I acknowledge that maybe you're always going to make your numbers. Maybe you're always just going to put out something that somebody can't resist. But should we look a little bit deeper? Should we look a little bit deeper at a way to actually drive sentiment in such a way that you don't have to feel pressure? You don't have to feel nervous or scared that you're not going to hit the numbers because... We're going to hit them for you because we're happy with the product. And maybe there's data that says that's hogwash, Bubba Joe. 
Maybe there is data somewhere that says, listen, you can say all you want, DJ, that you're going to spend two or $300, and if the game was better, you'd spend four, but then we make the game better, and you still only spend three, then where is our return? You see? I mean, there are some deeper conversations to be had here. We can claim all the live long day that that we'll pay more, but then when they offer an officer for cash... We're not willing to pay. Not defending any of this, by the way. I'm just throwing out a, a, a perspective. Okay, just throwing out a perspective. Well, my my expectation my expectation is that what we're seeing is a just a direct reflection of you know just global economics. Sure. And the pandemic, the pandemic, good for good or ill, shut down like almost all of this planet, and so for the better part of you know a year and a half many people were not leaving their houses they weren't traveling you know going on vacation they weren't like spending money like crazy they had nothing to do but spend it on this game and play the game all day and i include myself amongst that i had a lot of free time because all the stuff you do when you know like today you couldn't and now things are opening back up you can travel you can you know go to the movies you can spend it on all of these other things that you want to be spending it on and now we're facing, you know, some of the economic conditions, you know, caused by a lot of different uh, moving parts throughout, you know, the world. But regardless, you know, spending starting to contract again. So I just think what we're seeing is a reflection of that. Well, and and I think I'm going to so wrap there this. Is, Go ahead, Baba. So, so there is a break even, a break off point, DJ. And I think it was Blue Mandalorian that said it uh, uh, quite a ways up in the chat now, uh, that if you have five people who will spend $20 and one person that spends 100 and you lose one from each side, what do you have left? And that's the problem. There is a point where there will no longer be enough players who are just like, oh, well, I am still engaged in the game. I'm going to continue to spend and they provided me a value pack and I'm going to go purchase it because I want to spend. There is going to come a break point and because they've built it so that they are salvaging their numbers off of a class of player that is not the $5 pack or the $20 battle pass pass class of player that if enough of those players are no longer inclined to engage in the game, they are going to fall off a cliff and in a hurry, which is why you have to cultivate that lower spend player early on and have them engage in your content and have options for them that are not $100 packs. It's a very dangerous game that Scopely is playing, and that's the problem with what they're doing. It may be working, but they are on the precipice of a cliff that could dissolve underneath them, and they're going to go, I don't know, how could I see this happening? because they ignored all the studies that told them this is what's going to happen. Well, and that's where uh, probably a good point where we can wrap up, and, and I agree with you. This is this should be the time right here, right now, that Scopely does need to self-examine a little bit, okay? You do have the world opening back up. On top of that, you've got the world entering into a recession. You're going to have people with less disposable income. So what do you do to position yourself in a way to capture that elective income, which is already going to be lower? You have to provide real, meaningful experience. And and trust me, we are not going to spend money to be uh, me. Let me. Let me say me. I am not going to spend more money with you when you make me feel like crap. 
Okay, like I'm just going to speak for myself. I will not spend more money if I feel like crap. All right, I'll do something mm-hmm. else that makes me feel better. All right, like alcohol or illegal drugs or, you know, racing. Smoking. That too, whatever. All right, eating shrimp. I don't care. All right. I said this, I said this what, a couple of weeks ago? This game is really not much fun anymore. You, mean, you're teetering on that edge. I mean, honest to goodness, yeah. that's where we are. And, and yeah. you know, to, to somebody's point here a minute ago, I said, you know, you, well, you had fun last night. I did. You know what? I had fun with the, with the feature. I had fun with the content, mm-hmm. not the events. Now, I don't know if that's yeah. a good thing or not. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, it probably is, Trader. Is that p- a piece of a fundamental shift that Scopely is trying to do? Like, is the calendar light this month? because they didn't want to distract from the feature like did they want us engaging with the feature i don't know if that was intended or not i did have fun with your feature but i also look at the events and i'm like okay well you know events are my income if i don't have events then i don't have materials and resources coming in so how much can i engage without being forced to spend all right i don't like i don't want why does everything have to come down to i've got to pay to engage which is what the panel was saying early, all right? Did I have fun with the actual content? Yes, I did. But if I don't have the income from events, then how am I supposed to progress with that? How can I get the ships needed to hit the next target? How can I uh, repair my ships to continue engaging and playing, all right? And should it all be free? Maybe not. But by fundamentally halving, or, or giving us 30% of the actual events. I mean, that's also a piece of this. We're used to a calendar that, that we rely on. You, you've said it yourself. The refinery ain't the, ain't, the, ain't the payout. All right? And we have said, Bubba Joe, we have heard from Echo and others that there's a monthly budget. Like, there's so much that they're expected to pay out. Well, if that were the case, why aren't these events paying out triple? I mean, if there's X amount of money uh, or resources or materials you're going to put into the game, but you're going to schedule a, th- a third of the number of events, then those events better freaking pay. And they aren't. It just feels like less. You're giving less and demanding more. We're going to take our break and wrap up. Maybe one or two comments from the stage, but we're already over our time. Bubba Joe, great conversation. And I hope, I know it's been a long show. I hope Scopely finds some time to listen to it on 2X. There's some good conversations here, good, valid concerns from your community. You got to hear it. You got to hear it. You might not agree with everything, but listen, you guys are feeling the pressure, right? You guys are having to do stuff you've never had to do before. Well, here we're trying to, we're trying maybe, maybe unsuccessfully, maybe we can give you an idea or two or none. It's up to you all, I guess. After all, we're the ones that you're counting on to spend money in your product. We're the consumers that are actually paying your bills. God forbid we actually be willing to provide an idea that will actually possibly result in you making more money. I don't know. Call me crazy. My name is Ultimate DJs. Back in a second. Hang on. This portion of the show brought to you by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. MN Toy Posse is a group of professionals gathered together around their love of something not only fun and youthful, but also a big business today. Toys, folks. 
toys, whether it's old toys or new toys, expensive toys, antique toys, or brand spanking new releases, these guys can help you find it, buy it, or sell it. I have yet to find a challenge they could not meet. So check them out. Your absolute toy professionals at facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse. It's my toy posse for the toy collector in all of us. More from Talking Trek coming up right after this break. PvpTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PvP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PvpTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for our player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit PvpTarget.com today. That's PvpTarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Coco Tipsies, the breakfast cereal soaked in Kahlua. Dear John, I hope this letter finds you well. I could be better. My boyfriend Trevor just broke up with me. And I started thinking about all the great times we used to have, staying up late at night and laughing together. Things haven't been the same since we broke up. Quite frankly, John, my life has tanked since you left me. I don't know if I can go on with anyone else but you. Anyway, maybe... We can get lunch soon and catch up because I miss you, John, and I need you badly. Sincerely, The Daily Show. That's great. It starts with an earthquake, birds and snakes, an airplane. Lenny Bruce is not afraid. everybody appreciate you guys all being here my name is ultimate djs this is talking trek live star trek fleet commands official podcast come on i know it took a minute to pay off but that was a funny commercial all right <laughs> it took a second i know everybody in the chat like this was funny people were watching the chat trader they were like what is happening like what what are we listening was- to <laughs> I was listening to thinking, what the heck? What is this? Sincerely, The Daily Show. And then it immediately clicked, and I'm like, oh, that's so good. <laughs> when I was listening to that, I was listening, and I was like, what is this weird? Like, this is this is my comedy bit line, and I'm listening, and I'm like, God, what did they send? Like, clearly, this is not something that meant to go out. Sincerely, The Daily Show. And I'm like... Yes! 
Yes! Bring back John! Get rid of Trevor! Bye, Trevor! Bye, Felicia! Bring back John! Bring back John! All right, it's a television show. That's all. It's it's nothing, really. <laughs> it's just a, wow. t- just a TV show. You're very invested in that. No, I'm not invested in it at all, but I did love John Stewart. Okay. Listen, I don't agree with hardly anything he says. I think he's kind of crazy, but he's a great comedian. All right? <laughs> he's really good. He's funny. I know. Uh, oh, God. Yeah, uh, Trevor Noah is leaving The Daily Show. I don't know that anybody's really that upset about it. Uh, John Stewart, though, he was funny. He's a great comedian. All right. Uh, I know. Listen, uh, you guys, if you've never seen The Daily Show, you're not going to know what it is. Sorry. It's, uh, I've got an American agency. It's an American joke. Sorry. I apologize. Um, yeah. No, 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 no. Peter Swanson's like, listen, if you didn't understand that, you're obviously not a real person. No, it, that's John Stewart. Yeah. It, that's John Stewart right there. He is he's a meme. He is so like I mean, he's famous. You guys know John Stewart and you don't even realize that you know him. He has so many great memes and we use them here on this show. All right. Like eh. he's Big Shake says he single-handedly brought down Crossfire. That's all he's ever had to do for humanity and it was enough. <laughs> I mean, he's I think I just think he's funny. I actually uh, I like I say I, I think that there's a lot that he says that obviously is very political and I'm not trying to make a statement on that I just think he's a genuinely funny guy he is a great entertainer like he's a one I, I think he's a very funny person and he uses his his ability uses his skill and his entertaining and, and his comedy and he uses it to advocate for stuff that he believes in whether you agree with it or not he's one of the older school Bubba Joe like he does great stuff. He keeps his world separate. He does great comedy. He does great entertainment and then uses that platform to advocate for things he believes in. I think it's very admirable. Whether or not you believe in it or not, he's, he does it right. You know, I don't know. That's just how I feel about it. I'd love to see him back uh, on, on The Daily Show. It was, uh, it was better with him than it was without it. Anyway, um, oh, gosh. Um, John Stewart for Can we president. bring back Johnny Carson? John Stewart for president. Yeah, I think Johnny Carson was another good one. He was really good. Uh, anyway, all right. Guys, we've talked a lot about this tonight, and, and we're actually already over our time, Bubba, so we should probably get ready to wrap this thing up. I do have Admiral Stevens from oh, Server I, 8 on the stage right now. I, well, I need to give him a chance to talk. Go ahead, Bubba Joe. So do you have information? If we have questions, do you have information for us? What are you asking for? <laughs> what a- well, so <laughs> – the two, the two Ducat chests. So, if you've decided to engage in this, okay. the two Ducat things are timered for reset tomorrow. Are they coming back? If you decided to buy two packs now, can you buy four packs later on in the month? I do not Still know get that. that bonus hundred shards. I do not know. I do not know. Well, it, it that's would not very good. No, I mean, be... <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not mad at you, TJ. I no, was hoping I, you maybe had a little bit more information for us. I mean, other than it's, is it's the, such a bad sourcing, but I know it would be nice that players would be able to know whether they're just SOL or can you know spread their spend across. I honestly, the month I if honestly they don't to know. Engage. I honestly don't okay. know. I wish that I could answer for you. I would be happy to answer for you. I honestly, don't know. If it were me, I would expect this to come back one more time. I don't expect that you're going to bank your entire monetization plan for an officer on two days. I would expect it to come back. Um, but, I mean, Scopely continues to surprise. 
So I don't know. Um, there's a timer on it. And that is the only guarantee, I guess, that we got. Uh, could it return? Sure, maybe. Towards the end of the month when they realize they haven't hit their goals? I, I don't know, Bubba. All I know is that you've got you're, – you're guaranteed while the timer is up. All right? I do not know okay. if, it will, if it will come back. You know, I would hope that they're going to look at the sentiment surrounding this solo course of acquisition and maybe make adjustments for a future run. Look at some data. You know, uh, Echo even said, like, you know, when he was talking about this, he said, you know, this is new. This is something different. Uh, and even though he understood it to be something different than what it actually was, it is still new. This is new. So hopefully they'll look at the data and, and realize that maybe the design isn't that bad, but sentiment sucked, and maybe they need to do a little bit of a marriage somewhere. Possibly. Maybe. I hope. That's what I would like. Uh, Admiral Steven from Server 8, uh, it appears you might get the final word tonight. What do you got for us, bud? Hey, thanks for having me. Long-time listener, first-time caller. Hey, welcome to the stage, man. Appreciate you. Server 8, you're a long-time player too, aren't you? Uh, yeah, I've been playing for four years since October of 2018, so I've been in-game a long time. I remember when the grind to 25 was painful. There was no tokens, P-Shields weren't... Uh, in abundance so if you were one of those poor guys that bought a monthly pack and then forgot the shield well you got cleaned out <laughs> yeah i remember those days that's happened to me shout out wardod anyway um <laughs> i i do spend a little spend a super ton thought the last time i did do a big spend was when they released the cerritos because i wanted it early now there was a free-to-play path i can actually build a second one why would i probably no reason to but it's not like the blueprints are going to go anywhere. We've got no way to trade them. Now, with Ducat, problem with the pack. If guys want it early, be able to pay to get it early. But give everybody else a free path. Again, with the Armada events. Want to stack them? Better source. So that way we can actually do the event. The Armada, the Uncommons that we get out of the Alliance store. Got a big cooldown once a month you can get two pulls out of that but not really that's not really a source it's more of an extra if they gave us a daily something like i don't mind grinding okay by the mantis no free to play path for it and i really didn't want it early because i do on enough grinding there's enough loops when i get there i'll get there but That'll happen. And for any of my other specialty ships, I got the sarcophagus for free. Amalgam for free. I didn't buy those ships. Yeah, well, they, they've got sourcing. And, and that's one thing that, that we might be being a little bit unfair on. Obviously, there's going to be some type of sourcing for Dukat. I don't expect it to be another Tal or another Harrison. There's, there is going to come a way to get that. Now, whatever it looks like, obviously, we have no idea. Could it also be paywalled? We don't know. Um, I expect that there's going to be shards available for that. Is it something that's going to be available immediately? Well, we still don't have the Mantis free-to-play path, so um, it might not happen. And and again, a, a premium access cool. period I th still think is okay, even with the form of a solo leaderboard. If you saved and you're going to scratch it out and you're going to maybe spend a little bit, but maybe you do it with all game currency. If you won that thing, I do believe that there is – 
there is time that you get to enjoy as as having that before it just gets handed out free to everyone. Again, this is this is where I have departed from the community for a long time, Bubba Joe. I do believe in the value of rewards. You know, you veered over to my side of that position at one time, Bubba Joe, when you were complaining about the red D3. You said that that was a reward, that was something I earned, and it should not be available to other players. You know, I could use this opportunity to turn your words back around on you. Just saying. It is a... It is a cosmetic that serves no other purpose in the game. It is a, it is equivalent to something that you can get in the game. In fact, it is worse, a worse version than something you can get in the game. So cosmetics like that, avatars, frames, things that are, you are the best in your server, you get this trophy. That should never, ever come back. Those are cosmetic things that you can use to differentiate, hey, some players, I did this really special thing. Some players don't give a damn about cosmetics, so there's got to be some utility exactly. items. There's got to be some so, utility items that have value. Again, the D3 is a cosmetic. The red D3 is a cosmetic. It's not a projectile. Projectiles have value, as small as it may be. Um, it's not a skin that gives you additional mining rate or some other bonus. So those have other intrinsic values. I'm talking about something that is purely cosmetic and represents you having achieved some sort of recognition or milestone. Those should never be replicated anywhere else. I do not think that game exclusive, exclusive game impacting content should be exclusive, but things like cosmetics absolutely have value to be exclusive. What's the point in winning a leaderboard? Why do you why do you want to win a leaderboard? And to get the, the rewards. To get the rewards. So if I'm going to turn right around after that leaderboard and give the rewards away to everybody else without the level of spend or effort that you put into it, like why would you even try for the leaderboard? Well, why are you giving it to everyone else as opposed to everyone? Well, okay, so that means elimination of any sense of competition. No. So if you're going to say, okay, here's a leaderboard for 100 shards of an officer, okay? But at the end of the month, everyone gets 100 shards of the officer. Now, if you're going to architect it so that it's the leaderboard gets 100 shards of the officer, and at the end of the month, everyone but the person who won the leaderboard gets 100 shards of the officer, that's stupid, okay? But if you're going to give everyone 100 shards of the officer at the end of the month, and you can get another 100 shards from winning a leaderboard, well, guess what you get to have if you won the leaderboard? Tier two of that officer, everyone else is stuck on tier one. That's what the leaderboard should do is a access to better the officer, to better the ship, to better your Alliance Starbase, yeah. not lock the content behind it. Okay, fair. And, I, and I'm not trying to like get back into that because we did that for like an hour. I appreciate okay. it, uh, Admiral Steven. Thank you so much. Uh, missing Cubes, uh, Server 45, appreciate you. Uh, I'm going to bring you up. And I think Mateo will probably get ready to wrap us up. Final words here tonight as we get ready because I've got to. I'm going to go watch football. Uh, Cubes from Server Forty Five, welcome into the show. What do you got for us on the events of this weekend? How you feel about it? Like you like everything, or or do we just need to keep screaming and and go play football? All right, Mateo, Server Thirty Two. We're going to give you the final word. What you got for us, man? 
Give us something good. Give us some some words of wisdom to end the show on, please. Hey, DJ. Um, so a lot of what I was going to say has already been said, but I have to go back and agree with, with Bubba a lot on free-to-play access, but give it so that way people can try it. They're more likely to spend, and then the rest of it, pay to if you want a rapid advance, like you said, or progress. People will spend if they get to try it. You said you have the most fun testing it out. People can't test it. They're not going to buy it. That's true. I like that. You know, when I look at the the overall design of this month, though, Mateo, like, there's there's a big problem with this month. All right? And it's not just with the officer sourcing. It's not just with, you know, the loop of the feature. I look at such obvious and glaring holes. Like, you know, we were talking about this on Handy's show this morning. Bubba, the one thing that nobody has talked about this month is the ability to unlock a whole new set of higher level. And when I say higher level, I don't mean higher ops. I mean, like, just deeper and additional levels of research in the Alliance Starbase tree. Why is nobody talking about that? Why are we not talking about that? Moreover, Mateo, you and I, we had fun last month doing the math and nerding out and, and discovering the ASB. Why do we have a content expansion on the ASB and not a single event? surrounding that like there's no research events there's no building event Mateo you and I discussed it like it when when has that ever happened that that this type of content comes out and they don't do some type of an event even an alliance leaderboard they don't do anything to even acknowledge the fact that the content has come out how many players were holding speed ups Mateo I know you were I was we were holding speed ups waiting for some kind of event to come out and then Scopely just you know comes out and says yeah nah participate at your leisure like i find that to be i I don't know what the right word is i don't want to say lazy but like there are no events bubba not even for stuff that they have always used if there's a content expansion they've always done an event for that this month nothing like we've got entire days of nothing on the calendar some players praise it other players are not, but, I mean, at the very end of the day, if we've got a third of the events, do we expect that we're only going to get a third of the pay? Or should we get the pay distributed out differently? I, I don't know what the answer is. I'm not a real happy camper with the way that this arc has played out. Love the feature. Again, Bubba Joe, we're right back to freaking September. Game design did a decent um, job. There's a, yeah. couple, there's a couple of holes. Yeah. There's a couple of holes. There is some scaling problems. But overall, the intent, the the mind, the the creation of this feature of this of this faction in their in in the designer's head, it was good. Math maybe rough around the edges in certain segments. I I can acknowledge that. But ops this month I ain't doing nothing to help out. I ain't doing nothing to make this arc a success. Like it's not. Sorry. Starbase, I think with the new things they released, there's there's at least pressure to move forward for bigger alliances to get maybe the salvage yard. But you're right, there's no events. and I mean, that's why we haven't waited. We've just pushed forward. Menace, you say, what research expansion? Well, they expanded the ASB beyond 14. Uh, so now when you get to ASB 15, there is new research now that opens up, like the prerequisites uh, for your service medals and all that stuff. There is more research now 
that had a prerequisite of Assembly 15 that you can now do. Plus, uh, this has gone over without discussion, Mateo. There is a loot bonus building now that requires, what, is it Assembly 15 or 14 to build it? I think it was 15, right? 15, we're one chambers away. Yeah, to get to Assembly 15, you've got a new building there now that actually, Bubba, to, to a point that you had made earlier, is actually improving the loot drops from the Cardassian Armadas. So, you know, would have been nice to incentivize moving that building forward before you dumped a 30,000 Cardassian Armada events on us because at least you could have tied that in. You could have said, hey, listen, let's look at the improvements we've made to the Cardassian Armada payouts for you guys by engaging in this feature, and then we're going to give you an event to go play in Cardassian Armada so you can see and feel the difference. That could have been the test drive, Mateo. Here is 1,000 ASB speed-ups for all players. Gift chest. Here's 1,000 hours, because by the way, Mateo, 1,000 hours ain't going to do jack, is it? But we can at least give everybody a little bit of a shot in the arm. You know? Let's tie these things together. But there is a new building, a brand spanking new building. It's called the Salvage Deck. And it does nothing but give you loot gain. And that should be celebrated. But nah, we're just going to sweep it under the rug like it never happened. Like, well, it's just... I think there's a lot of alliances that are not even going to get to it this month. Ah, I'm sure probably not. I'm sure not. But I mean, it's like just pretending like, it didn't happen. Hey, it, I mean, it's just it just doesn't it, it doesn't make sense to me. Is it is it like uh, when they put a uh, reward at Syndicate Thirty? Well, I mean, some people pushed for that, Bubba. Yeah, does it work? Does apparently it does now, but it didn't. You're right, it didn't. <laughs> but apparently, no. um, Ripper it does not now. Ripper says it does, so I, I can only trust Rip. Ripper right. Ripper says he's seen the logs and he's looked at a bunch of stuff and, and I've even had other players say that it is working. But you know what, Bubba? In the grand scheme of everything that you guys have on your accounts, it's just not super meaningful, which is the problem with just about anything you do. Selling a $500 Prime, all right? It's not super meaningful. Nothing that you can do here without large gargantuan percentages is going to be super meaningful. Let, what what are we at time wise? I'm just curious. Uh, three and a half. We really we gotta oh. go. <laughs> so DJ, <laughs> yeah. What would have that prime had to do to make it worth five levels of prime? Five levels paywalled content. What would have it had to do to make that useful? Because clearly it's not twenty percent. We agree. It's that's not. garbage, and the chest is worthless. What would have it had to do to make one hundred percent per level? 100% per level, and then take the rep in the bundle and either double or triple it. Does anybody think I'm wrong on that? I think that's probably in the ballpark. I think that's I, in the I ballpark. I think that that's, yeah. Um, and the fact that, you know, I mean, that's something they could fix tomorrow, right? That's something they could go, you know what? Hey, we missed this. We would like to make this have a more reasonable impact. They could do that. Just like they could work with, on the grind. Like, when you have the fundamentals of a good design, whether it is solo armadas or this Cardassian tree with the favors that you can earn, when you have the fundamentals, the idea is sound and has good footing. 
and you miss on some of the numbers, you have the ability to do some little tweaks and do it. Yeah. When the design is garbage at just a terrible idea from top to bottom, there's nothing you can do, right? You have to, you'd either have to like scrap it completely or completely change the way you approach that, that feature that you wanted to introduce. And so that's why I'm optimistic about this arc in general, because the game design is good. The events can be tweaked. By the way, they're tweaked to that event. Still garbage, but that's an entirely different discussion um, to the milestones of that event with the second time it ran. But they have some tweaking to do here, I think. And if they do that, then they can have really, really good game design content. They got to work on the live ops. Hopefully we won't have any engineering issues this month. But when you have a sound foundation, of things that are good at their core, you have the ability to, to make small changes. But if it is flawed from the get-go, it's where do you go? So that's why I feel like this month has the ability to recover if they can put some more events in, if you can fix the milestones that are there, if they can work on the sourcing of the officers. Those are things they can attack. The officers themselves, people are saying that the strike team interceptor, we'll talk about it more when they're all out there, are not good. They're going to be good. They're just not going to be battleship good. And so there is all sorts of fundamentals here that are that they've laid the groundwork that has the potential to be good. They just have to get some things correct. I think it's a great place to end. Trader, final thoughts. Gonna give you the I final no word. You get nothing? I got nothing to say. I mean it's just frustrating. I'm tired. Right? Yeah. I'm tired. I'm, I'm over tired. it. I just wish the game were better. I wish Scopely was better. You know, I said something I wish... yesterday that that I was actually shocked that I said after I said it, but then I realized it was it was the truth. I said I'm getting I said I I don't want to make content as much as I as I did before. Yeah. Like, you know, like I'm not excited to, to come out here and make content and, and I'm not excited about I'm not excited about the game yeah I mean the the reason I keep playing is my team the friendships I've built you know people like you and Bubba Joe and the people in this community you know I, that's why I'm still here and you know how long do you how long does that keep you I don't know Kirko, no, buddy, you're you're way way off. <laughs> Kirko says it would cost forty eight hundred dollars to get the full unlock of Ducat. No, that's incorrect. Um, forty eight pulls, but look at the cost of the currency down at the bottom. Then look at the amount of decrees that come in a pack. It's exactly six uh, packs. You get eight pulls per. So you get eight pulls of the decree recruit bundle per ninety nine dollar pack. All right. So that's that's how that works. It's not forty eight hundred dollars, but I do appreciate your attempt. <laughs> All right, uh, Bubba Joe, Kirika, welcome to the conversation for the last three hours, buddy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what that's where we've been. Some people are are over the conversation, so we're gonna end it right there. Bubba Joe, appreciate you, buddy. Thank you so much for being here, Trader. Uh, as always, thank you, Aaron Karkin. Appreciate all of you and everybody who had a chance to sound uh, to sound off today. I hope that the level of frustration here this weekend gets back to Scopely. I know, I know that that players are still spending. I know that's going to happen. And Scopely, I hope you don't look at this weekend and deem it an overwhelming financial success. 
All right? You might have made some people happy, and those people may have spent money. You've got a bigger problem. You've got a bigger problem. By the way, hashtag Rev is wrong. Hashtag Team DJs. Hashtag Kira is the spy. All right. Listen, does anybody have the clip where I went on the full rant about why Kira is the spy? That happened on our Twitch. It just happened in my head trader, and I fundamentally stopped, doubled down right there. I'm even more invested in the miles. I thought Rev Deuce was right. Now I have learned that he is 100% absolutely dead wrong, and I am now moving forward 100% with hashtag it was Kira. All right, hashtag Kira is the spy. Join my team. Unite with me. <laughs> be, be on my team. That's right. Sproggle says that's why DJ still does the content. It's just so he can keep saying hashtag Rev is wrong. <laughs> I love it. Zandy says I'm wrong. I don't know, man. I feel like I got this all figured out. All right. Guys, I would like to thank you guys also very much for being here. Thank you for listening to Talking Track. You guys are the best. I couldn't do it without you, and I appreciate and uh, love each and every one of you. Please visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. TalkingTrekSTFC.com is the website, Bubba, where you can find our Twitch, which we're maybe going to try to do tomorrow night, possibly. Um, we got the prior podcast. We've got our YouTube videos where we put all of our Twitch up. As a matter of fact, I might... Actually, I think it'll be tomorrow morning, Trader, before we can publish uh, last night's Twitch onto YouTube. So we'll get that. Some great testing in there. It is. It's the lab. We're going to have to invite you into the lab. And you know what? Just, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to fall on deaf ears, Trader. But today, I simply want to say thank you to all of the gold members of our community. And I'm not going to ask you to come to our website. I'm not going to ask you to join. I'm just going to say to you... Thank you guys so very much. Our website is available. If you decide that you want to do anything, if you feel good enough and happy enough that you want to drop a couple bucks in the jar, we appreciate it. I'm just going to say thank you to everybody who does, Trader. Everybody who continues to and does on a monthly basis, thank you so very much. You mean the world to me. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Track, a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution. Crap, see, I missed the ending. For podcast uh, distribution for podcast platforms everywhere and recorded in front of a studio audience. I got it all messed up. Uh, we are Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. I'm your friendly neighborhood cat person, Sam Meow, for now. How do I do that? I've lost... You want to do it again? No. <laughs> I'm just going to go be sad all by myself. Aw. DJs.